Gaming episode 38. I'm your podcast MC Perry Morton, and today we have Seth Fulkerson. Howdy, ho. And Alex Hyden. Hi. How you been, guys? Good. All right. Yeah, pretty good. good. Like, today we're going to be jumping into the Marvel Universe as we're gearing up for Infinity War. I don't know. I've just been watching every movie again. Are you watching the movies? <sighs> I've already watched them over once, but. Seeing how my girlfriend's uh, sister wants to watch him with us now, we have to go back and rewatch him again. <laughs> so that's, that's absurd. <laughs> There's like how many movies? Nineteen. Uh, yeah, that's, that's easily <laughs> like forty hours of content or more. Yeah. You could watch The Lord of the Rings <laughs> like six times. <laughs> yeah, I think that math really checks out. <laughs> yeah, probably freaks out. Well, Caitlin, my girlfriend, she's never seen the Marvel movies. I'm like, well, I'll go ahead and, like, put you on them. And then, like, she's really into them to see how connected they are. Is she not, like, superheroes or something? Oh, just never had the time to watch it. Never thought of it. So. <laughs> so. Since, like, what, 2005? Eight. She hasn't had two 2008. hours? 2008. She's never been 2008? Yeah. I didn't start watching the MCU until, like, 2018. <laughs> That's still six years ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's still that's Avengers, mean, right? Yes. Yeah, I think that's when I, I think that's when a lot of people just got started. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't watch them, but that's just because I, I like the stupid shit. That's, why, yeah. that's the only reason. Well, we're going to all going to go see it, of course. Well, this is AWA Gaming, of course, like where we talk about video games and talk about the way they're influencing them. So before we dive into the Marvel Universe and eventually DC Universe, let's do some household chores. What have you been playing here recently, guys? I've been playing Final Fantasy XV, and um, there's something else. Um, New Vegas, I've been playing Fallout New Vegas a little bit, and uh, a little bit of Psychonauts. That's it, that's what I've been playing. What's Psychonauts? Psychonauts is a double fine game that was originally released on PC the original Xbox and PlayStation 2. Um, they've since done a lot of work like revamping it and stuff, making it look really good for you know modern equipment and hardware and stuff. Uh, it's a it's a puzzle platformer about you know people who like it's it's like a kid goes away to camp and um, you know they're they're trained to be secret agents that use psychic powers, hence the name Psychonauts. It feels like a Cartoon Network show from the <laughs> mid two thousands, and I really love those. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> what about you, Seth? What have you been playing? Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen, mostly. Everybody back on Final Fantasy train. <laughs> uh, yep, the Royal slash Windows Edition just came out, so it'll be about time for that. <laughs> I never finished it. So. Well, I do suggest you finish it. <laughs> it's well, really good. I mean, I'm trying. That's why I got the Royal Edition. <laughs> yeah, that was the first game I platinum, so yeah, it's kind of dear to me. <laughs> well. What I've been playing is Shadow Colossus, which, thank you for the suggestions, but for you, without spoiling, it was really good. 
something different. Yeah, no problem. It's a really good game. <laughs> like, I was just... Well, I think the hardest part was just getting used to the controls at first. I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Like, these aren't normal buttons to be pushing <laughs> to do what I want to be doing. I don't really remember the control scheme <laughs> being very different. It's uh, Well, it's it's purposefully pretty difficult because you're supposed to feel like you're climbing, you know, and that's... I don't know if you ever... Yeah. Climb anything in real life, but it's very difficult. Yeah. So uh, it's been a really long time since I played Shadow. Yeah. It, it, talking it, PlayStation Two era. It is a very obtuse control scheme. So yeah, yeah, it's just different from like playing Zelda, just being able to climb and like this to have oh, to hold no. like R two. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. this game is like how old now? Like well, yeah. they they revamped the controls too for the PS four release. Did they really? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So the version you're playing is a little more improved. And you can go back to the modern version with the old version of it. No, thank <laughs> your arms, your hands will start hurting. Which I know is the point. You're supposed to suffer. You're not supposed to feel good when you're fighting the Colossi, but yeah. <laughs> At all, you're not supposed to. Nope. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I think everyone knows how that game ends Sean up. Sean actually doesn't. Yeah, she Are told you me. Kidding? No, she doesn't. She doesn't. Really, she has no reason to. It's one of those Snape kills Dumbledore kind of things. It, kind of it is. Around. It is. But you know what? She hasn't. I haven't seen Inception. She doesn't know Shadows ending yet. So I'm gonna bring that fucking Blu-ray over. <laughs> Inception. Yeah, yeah I can do one that. Of my very favorite movie. Yeah, so. I still haven't. Seen, I'm. I want to watch it. I just for some reason haven't. Seen. I've actually read the script ending of that. It was like, oh, okay, that's uh, I get it. <laughs> do your sources. Huh? Do your your cool connections. No. The source, the, the script. no, it was actually for class. We had to Hold read it. So. Hey, Chris, I need that script. <laughs> All right, I want to analyze it. While you're at it, let's see the Batman trilogy, too. No, fuck off. Like I said, um, shoot, I've been going through Majora's Mask, try to beat it. Barry, please explain to Seth how you explained that game to me earlier. I really just hate it. I still don't understand it. <laughs> I just hate it. Like, it's a good game, but I just hate it, if that makes sense. Like, I enjoy everything I gotta do, but I just don't feel like rewinding time just to be able to do it. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a game that was made in uh, 10 months, so I can see why they would, uh, yeah, they wanted the player to suffer just as they suffered in developing the game. Direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they really, though, all jokes aside, that's true, and uh, they uh, just repurposed the Ocarina engine to make a new game in 10 months. Yeah. So, uh, and they wanted to explore all their favorite themes, like time travel and stuff. Well, they were kind of trying to be, like, all show-off-y, too. They were like, yeah, we can do this in a year. Less than a year, look at us. We're cool. We're Nintendo. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, I mean... Yeah, I'm at the Water Temple now, so... (laughs) But uh, why do you hate it? I mean, other than the fact that it's... Pretty frustrating to play sometimes. That's probably it. It was just frustrating times, but like I like I'm enjoying the story itself. That it's game good. is very special to me in a nostalgic kind of way, so I can kind of give it a little leeway. But I can kind of see why people aren't really high on it because I love that game. I love everything about that game. Um, the only thing I didn't love was getting all the masks. That's it. Like, yeah. like That's pretty. No. no, no, no. I mean, getting every single mask. I made away. So, like at the at the whenever you get to the last like three masks. Aren't you doing cafe, that thing. I mean, 
Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that stuff is that's the only part of the game I don't like. I feel like everything else in the game figures itself out. Like the the song you can get to slow down time, like all that. That's that like a must. Yeah, yeah. like I, feel like, I think the rest of the game figures itself out just fine. And the story, like it, well, it is a story yeah. in a Zelda game, and that's cool because it's not just the same old like, oh man, Zelda sure is missing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like I, I just I just feel like I can't hold other people to like it. No, not at all. I've uh, played through it like uh, oh my god, a lot, like ten times. It's literally <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite yeah. games. It's a great game. And, I think uh, I know it backwards and forwards. So, but I mean, some people fucking might not. And then if you run out of time at the water temple, you want to die. I think like it's hold, a bad feeling holding it to like modern standards. Like if I was getting any games down playing it. I see what you're saying, but like when I first played that game, I mean, exactly. That's what. That's how how I felt too. It was well, very special to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think I kind of owe it to myself to actually beat this one because my dad hasn't beaten it either. So like, I'm gonna beat it for the both of us. Well, it's, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> like I said, like I actually like the pressure of being the last day. And I'm like, oh wait, I'm at the boss. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. My, my wife hates that game though. It's really sad. I understand. It that. is. It's a downer. <laughs> it is. But it's poignant. <laughs> yep. it's, it's very, very good. I, I actually think about replaying it all the time. Ever since they released the uh, 3DS uh, versions of Ocarina and Majora, I'm always mm-hmm. like, man, why am I not busting that out right now? You know, I can literally mm-hmm. take it with me wherever I go. Yeah, they said, like, Ocarina, like, you suggested to me. I was like, well, I kind of know that front to back. So it's like, well. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't assume everyone's played Ocarina of Time. Uh, I feel like that's a must for the 90s. I don't know. You think? <laughs> now, what did you guys think of that Nintendo Direct that happened a couple of weeks ago? It's <laughs> good. It's yeah. real good. Nintendo's doing me right. Like these two, like the Direct Day, the last Direct and this Direct, like not the Nindy one. Oh yeah. Um, the showcase. Just everything that's coming out, like the first like five months of the year. I mean, all kinds of stuff I want to buy. Can't wait for that Donkey Kong on the Switch. Can't wait for Dark Souls on the Switch. Mario Tennis Asses. You <laughs> can get that game. Oh, what's that mean? <laughs> oh, well, you don't like it? <laughs> of course it was. Exactly. It was just, no, it just sounds like they say ass. Oh, oh. Joke. oh. I was going to say, is you, uh, Al Newman was in a very uh, dark place when he made George's Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Not to bring that back. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah, it was a fun time. A good direct. I thought they were both the good directs. Yeah. Outside of the really weird, awkward Splatoon girl stuff. Yeah, I was I like, crazy about that. Thing. Man, that guy is probably a pervert, I guess. Because <laughs> that girl does not even have a butt like that. That's just ridiculous. That's the yeah. grossest thing ever, man. Doesn't she, got, doesn't she got an amiibo, too, like that? I don't know. I don't know, but it's dumb. I mean, Sean and I were watching it, and we were like, fucking yuck. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Pandering <laughs> Yeah. It's Nintendo. Uh, apparently, there's supposed to be a Pokemon Direct tomorrow. You think that'll happen? No. What? No. Where'd you see this? It was on the internet. On the, was it on <laughs> IGN.com? No, it was on IGN. Okay. We just like I was looking for Pokemon stuff. They said maybe a Direct tomorrow. That so. sounds like a good thing to announce. D three. Yeah. Your new Pokemon game sounds like a good E three. <laughs> Man, if I was Nintendo, I would be getting that Pokemon out as fast as possible because with the they speed are. that the, the Switch is sold, like, I don't know, Pokemon companies kind of be like, man, yeah, fucking finally. Yeah. yeah. What about, um, I mean, like with Smash, though, like, that was big, though. Did you think that was at, at the end? 
What like, do you mean? Like, the, you know, the director, when they showed it off, did you think that was Smash? Well, it's obviously Smash. Well, I, I didn't. Mean, I mean, I'm excited. I just like, at first, I didn't think. I was like, just more Splatoon. I just need more details before <laughs> I can get really excited about it. So many, like, internet YouTube boys making videos, uh, yeah. and it's like, this is obviously a new Smash because if you look at the logo, it's different, and it's like, oh, man, I don't know. Yeah, I just need more details. I well, mean, I, I just I saw the Breath of the Wild link. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's 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 cool to have a new Smash, even if it's a port. Either way, so that's cool. I'm excited. I'm I'm gonna get it. I think. Yeah, of course. So I <laughs> bought all one hundred and ten dollars of DLC for Smash Four, so I'll yeah, probably really? get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker. <laughs> we like that company. <laughs> no, I like that game. Hey, I like I, that game a lot. No, but that's <laughs> really like, good. Wasn't that like over two years worth of content? Or yes, oh, and that was a lot of content. You. I never use all of them. That's a real good game. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if it's bored. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yep. You think we'll still get the same characters from, you know, like Ryu, Cloud? So, my only thing, uh, yes, by the way, I do think that uh, maybe some new. My only thing is that I really hope Sakurai's not doing it again, but I think he is. Because really? he keeps talking about how he, every game makes his life miserable, and how he overworks <laughs> himself, and he hates his life. And he said that. Smash Brothers Melee ruined his marriage, so... Jesus, man. Yeah, I, uh... (laughs) I, uh, yeah. I I have mixed feelings about that, because every time he's like, I'm so done with this franchise, and then see, like, like a wounded puppy keeps coming back to it. That's crazy. Well, it's because, like, he designs the menus, he balances the characters, he does lots of programming work that he just won't let anyone else do, because he wants it to be his game. It's like... You gotta be hands off, dude. <laughs> you gotta be hands off. Gotta do it. I mean, like, because you guys were saying that you got the Royal Edition, and it's like they're actually planning more DLC for Final Fantasy Fifteen. So it's like, yeah, how much more can we have? Well, the good thing about the episodes, which I was gonna start one, but it's like played after the game's over. They're like really standalone things. So if it's content, I don't have to play the entire game over to see. Then I'm, I'm cool with that. I probably don't want to do that again. Some of them are literally set after the game, too, right? Yes. Some are daring, too, so... There's a lot of changes, like, that they made to the game. Like, there's one infamous cutscene involving Jared. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Perry? Yes. (laughs) Damn it, Jared! (laughs) That is completely changed. We did the whole scene, and I didn't laugh this time. Like, you're not supposed to laugh. Scene, but, uh, <laughs> um, this is that bad. Yes, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. They believe. redid the whole scene. Good for them. Like, uh, but there's a lot of stuff like that. I'm like, wow, I'm pretty impressed. And, like a lot of story beats they have fleshed out. Yeah, have you noticed that at all? Uh, not so far. But like I said, I played six version. Well, I guess I didn't say that when we were recording this. But I, I only played six version. Yeah, six hours. Price. <laughs> six hours of the game. So I'm not super far. I think you start to see more of that stuff when they introduce more of the Empire. They start to try to... Flesh them out. Yeah. Like, a lot of the stuff, you know, I was learning, I was like, I'm fairly certain they didn't explain this last time. I I swear there's the, there was at least one cutscene in the beginning of the game that I did not see the first time I played it. Really? Yes. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but I remember playing the game being like, oh, I don't remember that one. Because mm-hmm. Sean was playing it. And she was like, 
well, it was in my version. It's like, well, we're playing the same version. But I, swear <laughs> I, I don't remember that. And I played it first. Do you remember what happened? Because yeah. now I'm interested. Because there's a lot of that stuff in that game. Honestly, I can't, I can't for life. I just remember playing it the other day and, and watching the cutscene and saying that. And I, yeah, I can't off the top of my head here. But yeah, they've changed so much. It's, I would say it's a very, very good game at this point. Now at this point, to probably second watch. that. I, I really, I really like it. Playing it like now, I really want to play more of it. Like I've been thinking about it ever since I stopped playing it. Where it's like, man, I, man, this is weird. I want to play Final Fantasy. I liked it a lot when it came out because I could see it past past its flaws, but I could just imagine all the things they could do better to make it like an actual good, really good game. And they, for once, they actually did it. I can't believe it. Like. <laughs> They they actually shaped shaped it into something that was really good. They got all the rough edges out. Okay. So basically, the game probably should have just came out this year. Probably should have just delayed it <laughs> another two years. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly yes. I think I, I was saying that on this very podcast <laughs> yeah. at one point. I was like, a game should have been delayed at least a year and a half. <laughs> then it would have been super done. I mean, it sold really well, didn't it? Yeah, it yes, did. extraordinarily well. Which, I wonder if any of those sales helped them. Go back and do that. Really oh, it did. Version. It did so much today. Did you see they announced that the director gets his own studio? Yeah. <laughs> it's called yeah. Home Studio. Okay. Uh, man, I'm, I'm on board, man. I really like that game. No, I wanna that's, s- that's great. I want to see what uh, he comes up with next that's not Final Fantasy. That's cool, Hopefully man. something. That's very cool. cool. With that graphics engine, too. On board. Hey, they fixed the, the battle system stuff, so, I mean... Yeah, it's great. Well, you're speaking of which, how do you feel about like Battlefront Two coming back out now? I mean, it's out, but they. I need to play it. Uh, once their DLC. Yeah, okay. Once they announced that stuff, I, I was interested because it's all free DLC, right? It's free. It's always it was always going to be free it's DLC. Fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I'll just the fact of like their story is story progression now compared to like pay to win now. I just still I don't there's just little things that annoy me about that game it's not really like the pay to win stuff it's just like I wish that number one I wish there were more arcade options because I really liked the arcade stuff and it felt like it was over before it even started Mm -hmm. Uh, and then second of all I wish that I could choose what dogfight I wanted to play yeah Mm -hmm. dogfighting is one of my favorite parts of that game and it sucks you can't and like I get stuck, you get stuck playing like an episode one dog fight, and yeah, no one that? wants that shit. <laughs> I don't want that. And if you back out, you know, it's the, it's I don't know. Now this is pod racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I have been playing Street Fighter. I know you two have been loving it. I'm like, dang. I play the game like, you know, three or four times a week. I try. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get back into it now. Yeah. I wish progress carried over. I so dumb. I actually decided not to get it on PC, um, because not because the progressing, but because um, I found out that the input delay is almost non-existent on PC. So if I wanted to go to any local tournaments, mm-hmm. um, I'd be so used to playing it with no input delay that I'd probably get my ass kicked playing on PS4. Mm. I mean, they need to fucking play on a PC then. No, I mean, a real ass tournament. I agree, to- but most tournaments are actually sponsored by Sony, the big ones. Yeah. So a lot of the smaller tournaments, they mm-hmm. just follow suit and use PS4s. Also, it's apparently a lot easier to hook up uh, yeah. arcade sticks to PS4s as opposed to PCs. But yeah, it feels like Capcom's killing it right now. Street Fighter, they got Devil May Cry, the HD collections came out. Yeah, Monster out Hunter. <laughs> Check that out sometime. <laughs> yeah. Monster Hunter seems like it's doing really well. It's, it's amazing. They're finally back. 
where they want it, they're where they wanted to be with Street Fighter Five when it, they first released the game. Mm-hmm. So I remember I had to ask you like, so should I just get Street Fighter Five instead of arcade? But like, no, I just get arcade. Monster Hunter is their highest selling game ever. I don't believe that. It is. At least I, I see it, but like I don't see why I don't count. I feel like the like lifetime that. sales of games called Street Fighter Two has to exceed that though, because there's like <laughs> fucking eight versions of Street Fighter Two. I mean, yeah, but I mean, as an individual game, it's outsold all those Destiny players, man. It's crazy. Destiny players are all about that Monster Hunter. It blows my mind. Yeah, like, no, you play Destiny. <laughs> Street Fighter Two was like the well. Yes. But uh, anyway, like, this, oh, that that game like sold so many copies. Like, had so many arcades. There's in so many arcades. There's like, like I said, there's like eight versions of it. Not to mention re-releases. Like. I feel like if you counted up the amount of times Capcom has sold Street Fighter Two, like that would be a ridiculous number. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they wouldn't count, obviously, because it's you know it's not PR into right. to a nice. But I'm just bubble. saying. I mean, obviously, like it outsold things like Street Fighter Five, but you know, Street Fighter Two was like a craze. Yes, so, I think that's one. I think I got the Switch. I was ready to play Street Fighter Two on that, and so I was like, yeah. Now they're gonna have the collection <laughs> on there. <laughs> I'm ready for Mega Man. It should be coming soon. You mean the collection on Switch? Collection right? on Switch and then Mega Man Eleven. Jesus Christ, I forgot <laughs> that game's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I try to be optimistic. <laughs> Look how my number nine turned out. Hey, that's actually free this month. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's it free on? PlayStation. Right. I already have it on Steam, so. <laughs> I think it's Bloodborne. Humble Bundle. Which you probably have that still, right? Yes. Bloodborne, Ratchet and Clank. My number nine. Hmm. This one. Okay. I've never played Ratchet and Clank, so. It's a good game. I like it a lot. <laughs> I never played the new one. So mm. And like, good. you beat Bloodborne, though, so it must be I good. I did. <laughs> yeah. I Tough. It. Cool. I saw a sp- someone do it speedrun like 32 it's minutes. Easy. It's just like, wait, what? <laughs> this is the easiest game ever. <laughs> like, how can you speedrun this 32 minutes? I gave it to my eight year old sister and she fucking destroyed it. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> well, if she did, though, you'd be like, oh, well, I'm done. <laughs> I'd be like, you want ice cream? You're real cool. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I have to rethink my life now. Like, it took me days, months. She did it. Somebody beat that game uh, with nothing equipped. How do you do that? Magic. I don't know. It's kind of like Neo. Like, how do you do? Like, whatever. Uh, it's really cool. It's really cool <laughs> as possible. I still haven't went through the Master Charles reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fortnite. I'm good. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about Fortnite? <laughs> I haven't played it yet. I was just seeing that. I'm just sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I've played it before. So yeah. People making five hundred thousand dollars just by having Drake on their stream. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, how do you play Gravity Rush? Gravity Rush? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I played a lot of the first one. I never finished it, but I got them. Sean got them both for me and for her uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> and for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mostly for me, she says. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna play them soon. Okay, because I think I'm like for my reviews, I was gonna just do the whole Japan studio, studio Japan runs. 
Cool. So I've done The Last Guardian, Shadow Colossus, and those are on there too. And yeah, Eco. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna get that one. What's it for? PlayStation Two or? Uh, you can get the uh, collection on PlayStation Three if you have one. Okay. Of those. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it's also on PlayStation now. So if you if you hard into your PS4, you should be able to play it just fine. Okay. Okay. Don't 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 use PlayStation anymore. <laughs> Why not? What's wrong? I mean, you can if you want. But I don't know. It's, it's not very good if you're streaming it, like literally streaming it over Wi-Fi, but during Ethernet cable, it's, oh, okay. it's not so bad. So. Okay, yeah, because it gets glitchy and could cut your game out. I played I played a couple games on PS Now over Wi-Fi, and it was fine, but it wasn't something I wanted to do very much. <laughs> but yeah, through Ethernet cable, it's, I mean, it's eco, so it's not really going to be like, no. Okay. It's a great game, though. You should okay. play it on PS3. Do you have a PS3? Mm-hmm. Yeah, play it on PS3. That version is really good. Okay, so Eco knows you're only three. Okay. Hey, are you going to get Nino Kuni or no? I'm going to wait. You're going to wait? I'm going to get God of War. I think. Uh, that's the only game I'm buying this month. Or next next month. month. I think that's the only game I'm buying from probably Spider Man, whenever the hell that comes out. Later this year, if the rumors are to be believed. Keep hearing July. That would be, be good. July 20th, maybe. Uh, I mean, it's just a date. rumor, so, but it's just like, it'd be great. It'd be a great time for that game. Summer, <laughs> summer Spider-Man game? Fuck yeah. That sounds awesome. No, I, like, I would love that. That'd be my birthday, so like, precise date. <laughs> Bubsy the Willie Strike Back is on sale for 10 bucks. God damn it, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this day. Now, how do you feel about Xbox doing their Game Pass thing? We were talking about it. Well, I'm, I'm certainly enjoying it. I've been playing Sea of Thieves for fucking free, and that's yeah. amazing. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thumbs up. Is it good? I know we were talking about it earlier. It's fun. But like, I'm yeah. thinking about getting it. So, I guess I can't really give like give you a good opinion of it because I've played enough. But. Your your mileage may vary. Some people hate it. Obviously, lots of really mad gamers on the internet, as per usual. Yeah, they don't think there's enough content, which guess there's not but it's it's really just a you know see see how you think you like it okay. kind of thing because i don't know alex how, how would you describe the game what do you do what do you do in sea of thieves so you get you get um these maps right so you you show up on an island and there are these vendors and you take uh requests to go out and get things for them so you're a pirate by just the like way. Oh yeah, I love pirates. So privateers, like back in the Caribbean and stuff like that, back in the day, they they literally just used to transport things. That's what pirates used to do. They'd steal things and then take them somewhere else. I mean, that's what a privateer did. Did you ever play Assassin's Creed Mm Four? Mm-hmm. That's what Edward Kenway does the whole game. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what the game is. You you go to these vendors, you get requests to go to a certain island and pick something up and bring it back, and that's what you do for the most part. I mean, that's all that I saw. So. Oh, that's gonna be fun. I mean, it's a sail on the boat's too. fun. Yeah, sail on the boat's a great time, and that game is gorgeous on PC. Yeah, it's it's a looker. Uh, you uh, had to work together with other people to operate the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes it like, like everything's like very analog and manual. Like it's not. I I don't know how to describe it. Like it's not like super. Sh- Favorite word, streamlined. <laughs> streamlined. Like every other. Yeah. So streamlining, I believe, is trying to get your car to go as fast as it can. In case you're wondering. Is that really what it is? Uh, something along those lines. It's, I think it's a 
street racing term. Mm. So I think it's like trying to get your game to be as efficient as possible. Hmm. I'm wondering why people keep using that term. I've always wondered that because I hear it constantly. There you, go. <laughs> you said it so much on this podcast, like, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I think it's just trying to make your game as efficient and uh, easy to understand as possible. So. Yeah. Yeah. so you should get it, Perry. Okay. Yeah, a game, or a Game Pass. Don't pay six bucks. <laughs> yeah, don't do There's that. There's really not enough content for that, I don't think. Okay. Because, like, some people are like, well, is it going to hurt the Sea of Thieves or are going to make it better? But, you know, actually helps out with Xbox. Well, I mean, if you think about what happened with Rocket League, that game got on PlayStation Plus, and, like, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people say that's what really propelled that game into being so extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Because it was fun to play, and PlayStation Plus... Uh, brought it to a way larger audience than, you know, the game just coming out would have mm-hmm. because, you know, it was free for a month. Like, millions of people played it, and then they kept playing it, and then the month passed, and people were like, man, you got you got to get this game. It's so much fun. So it's genius. It was genius. I don't know that Sea Thieves is going to have the same, you know, effect, but I think Microsoft is kind of banking on that kind of stuff with the, with the Game Pass, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think it's a great idea. I just hope it sticks around. Yeah. You can probably run it on your PC. It runs on anything. Okay. Or you can just download it on your Xbox. It's cross-play, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Which play. PlayStation will allow that to happen? Yeah. <laughs> play with this PlayStation. Sony! Yeah, they have no reason to enable that, which sucks. I really wish they would. <laughs> like, for Fortnite especially, it's, it's like the biggest game in the whole world. Right now. I still haven't played it yet. Yeah, I'll play it sometime. Yeah, I need, I need to get my yeah. ass kicked. I mean, I understand. I understand why they won't do it with PC, especially for their shooters. Because like, like Sean and I play games crossplay. Sometimes, like we play DC Universe Online, and that game's crossplay. And um, like we've been talking about like getting Final Fantasy fourteen and playing that together, and that oh, game's yeah. crossplay. Yeah. And uh, so there, there's there's lots of games that are crossplay with with the PlayStation. It's just that like, I understand where Sony's coming from because they're like you know. We don't really want you to have to sign into a Microsoft server in order to play the game on the PlayStation Four. And there's like the with certain, Fortnite, you don't have to do that though. Right. It's there's just server hoppers. So there's like uh, they're talking about like carrying your save over from Minecraft, mm-hmm. and so Sony was like, "Yeah, we don't want to do that." And they're like, "Why?" I was like, "Well, because in order to carry it over, you'd have to download it from some extra thing." And I was like, "All right." I guess I guess I get that. You yeah, know. for that you'd have to because they want to have it so that your DLC is kept between platforms no matter where you go. So you'd have to. But like something like Fortnite, I get. I guess in a way because like if you're on PC and you're playing that, like precision shooting on a mouse and keyboard is so much better than shooting with a joystick. So you wouldn't want to play against PC players on a PlayStation Four because it's just unfair. Yeah. But, but like Xbox, you can. But you can choose like you can choose which hopper you want to go against. Like, you can, because it's also on uh, mobile. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you just heard came, about that? It's yeah. on Android and iPhone, and it's the full fucking game. Yeah, what? it's on there now. Dude, this, okay. this, these, these phones more powerful than 360. It, it'll, it'll surprise you, man. Yeah, That's like, crazy. it just Thank got announced, like, last week, I think, <laughs> when it came out. But, yeah, and those are, oh, that's cross-platform, too. It's people on PC and PS4 and Xbox. Play gets people on the phone. So, yeah, it's a huge wow. fucking game right now. Would you guys really get into that before PUBG, though? I, I played PUBG. It's, it's, I don't know. I, I'm more of a cooperative kind of person. Like, I like playing Team Fortress 2 because it's competitive, but it's also a team-based game. I mean, I get the appeal of the 1 versus 100 games, but uh, 
it's really cool that people can play together, but I don't know if it's really for me, but I still have to try Fortnite, so I don't know. I really wish I could have just tried PUBG, because I played a little bit of that, and I was like, I don't know if this is for me. Yeah. Because, I mean, I get it. It's You're supposed to feel a lot of adrenaline, because, you know, you die, and that's it, and you gotta find another match, and you can be playing a match for up to an hour or more, and then when you get so far and you die, it's like, well, What's the fuck? fuck. <laughs> like wasting an hour of my life. Because <laughs> you don't get anything from it. Like, you don't get shit. So I just don't. Really, I'm not a big like online, multi- competitive online multiplayer guy unless it's Street Fighter. Because I feel like when I play Street Fighter against people who are better than me, I learn something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when I play Ken, it sucks because Ken is really easy to play, and I know it's not. It's it's my fault. It's not the person playing Ken. But every time I lose to a can, I get so angry <laughs> because I, I made the mistake. Like, I bit on, you know, like uh, a light combo, and all of a sudden I'm getting EX Sure You Can, and it eats all my health bar, and it just sucks. It sucks so bad, but it's my fault, yeah. you know? But a- anyway, I learned I learned from that. So I learned, oh, yeah, I can't keep that light combo because if I do, I'm fucked. Yeah. You know, whereas if I'm playing a game like that, it's just kind of, yeah, I feel like I'm wasting my time. <laughs> Well, I, I feel like when I play against you, like, whenever we do the review, I'm going to get my ass handed to me regardless. Yeah, man. Like, like I was telling Seth, I, I play, when I play people who don't play the game, I usually play characters I don't know. So. Oh. Like, who do you want? <laughs> I just don't feel like it's fair, really. Because, I mean, I play a character all the time, and it's kind of... Anyway. I'll play it if you want to. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, for right. It's for a review, not for me. I always even say, this is by Alex Sutton. <laughs> I play Pretty Minakuma. Okay. I've seen that, and I don't like it. <laughs> now, um, as E3's come in, a couple months, actually, how do you feel about Days Gone getting delayed to 2019 and Anthem getting delayed to 2019? Yeah, it's pretty easy to call. Video yeah. games are hard to make, man. Yeah. I just, it's gonna... But you think that's bad for Xbox? Like, Microsoft? No. Not oh, really. It should actually be good for them. For days, for days gone, being delayed. I mean, I don't know if that's a huge exclusive, but from what I understand, Anthem's not. Um, it's not really confirmed to be Xbox exclusive, right? It's, it's not. It's yeah. Sure, yeah. So, so Probably yeah, get it, it'd be on PC for sure. So I don't really think these things are like necessarily negative to Xbox because what I would say, Xbox has had decent success. Like they've had more success with with the one than they have with the 360, without first party software. So obviously the people who are going to buy Xboxes are going to buy Xboxes. It's going to happen. So I don't think it's really going to hurt Xbox, but it does hurt it, I guess, in like the, I don't know, like gaming sphere or whatever. Yeah. The the non-existent first party, second party, limited exclusivity stuff. It's, I mean, I mean... Well, I think I think it kind of. Well, point. I thought some people were just getting hyped for the One X because they saw Anthem, so they was like, oh well, we'll get the One X. No, a lot then. of people were getting hyped for the One X because of it 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 made fanboys think their box was better than the PS4. Yeah. Which is stupid, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the box that I can build is better than your fucking console. My, anyway. PC, my PC is, like, way better than two of those put together, so yep. fuck it, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Like We got two PC race masters here. No, no. Hey, man, I'm not like that at all. I'm just saying. No, I, P- PC master race people are tech nerds who can't accept other people who don't want to be tech nerds with them. Also, they're using a slightly racist meme, so. 
Yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm just saying that like Xbox people are gonna be like, you know, like Sony's done with the Xbox One. X comes out, and it's like, man, fucking. I don't think Sony fucking cares. Yeah. Like, how many of those fucking PS4s are out there right now? Yeah. Sony's incredibly well selling. I think think even Sony said, like, we don't need another console right now. You all realize that, right? Sony's (laughs) fucking made so much money off the PlayStation 4, man. Whatever. Like, why do they give a fuck if the Xbox (laughs) One is selling? They... Sony has all the software. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, whatever. It might sell more than the PS2. (laughs) That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. That is really nuts. They're on track to do it, man. People people bought PS2s because they were cheap DVD players. That tells you anything. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is so crazy. Yeah, I think I did want it for the DVD player myself. Everyone did. Yeah. DVD players were like expensive, but you also got a gaming console. Something like two hundred bucks. Games on the PS2. So maybe not at the beginning. No, not at the beginning. <laughs> By Unless the end, you want to play Eternal Ring. It's just crazy thing that Shadow Colossus was on that damn thing. I was like, really? Yeah, it ran like shit. It ran about a lot of games did. 10, <laughs> 10 to 15 frames per second. It was really bad. So I couldn't play it. I, like, I saw it. I was like, yeah, no. The same for me. A bunch of advanced graphical effects for a PS2 game. It's bonkers. Mm-hmm. So how's the game coming on, guys? Uh... Good. We're working on it. Yeah. Working on it? More progress? Since the last time? Since you've seen it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But, uh, yeah. I, uh, you yeah, know, life's been a little busy. I haven't been able to do a bunch of stuff, but, uh, we'll it's a passion that. project. Yeah, that's right. We gotta, we do what we can when we can. And that's pretty much how it goes. Well, as long well, we're as still you, working on it. So, as long as you guys are still enjoying it, I can't wait to see it. Um, Last topic before we switch over to Marvelism in DC. Jeez, oh, we haven't even done that yet. <laughs> oh, no, we haven't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, um, it's appropriate because it was in the news. How did y'all feel about Donald Trump's statement about video games being a negative influence upon generation and being the cause of the shootings that have happened in schools? Because, as you know, this is a podcast is about influences and how it can influence. But as we stand here on AOA Gaming, is that it isn't a negative influence because of these reasonings being. Reasonings is that there have uh, been ex- uh, a lot of studies proving uh, otherwise to the contrary. I don't think I need to say more than that. <laughs> it's, always, it's always something else. Yeah, you know I mean, it's it's always something else. I think I think people are using the an easy option because you know, like when when kids were getting into punk rock and piercing their lips with with paper clips and all this stuff. You know, it was always the music that was bad. It wasn't the parental abuse or the you know alcoholism that was rampaging in society or or you know conservative politics taking uh, you know over you know. Uh, uh, lower income families and ruining shit for them, you know, in the 80s. It was never about that. It was always about the rock music, mm-hmm. right? So Marilyn Manson. It's always, well, no, 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 like, like Dead Kennedys, Bad Religion, you know, the Black Flag, all these bands, you know, people going to shows getting in fights. Like, Marilyn Manson was like the late 90s, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with Columbine. But you're on the right track. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's just, a, it's just a scapegoat. It's an easy thing to say. It's, a, you know, kids it's play. It's 20 years since this yeah. shit started, this video game violence thing. Like, uh, it was really eerie because I read this great book, Masters of Doom. I really liked that book a lot. Uh, just about how they made Doom and, you know, indie development 
it's, it's, it's a really good read. And uh, towards the end, there's an article about Columbine, and if you know anything about that, you'd know that they, uh, one of the guys, I forgot, I think it was Eric, I don't want to know his name, because yeah. it's better that you don't. Um, uh, he was a Doom modder, and he said, it's going to be like Doom, it's going to be like fucking Doom, killing all the kids, it's going to be like Doom, so, yeah, it was just eerie reading that article about school shootings, uh, blamed for uh, video games and this book was written in 2003 so I think it's just it's just a cycle it's gonna keep happening until something else comes along that can be scapegoated I think mm-hmm. it's just I don't, I don't think video games are to blame I mean human beings have been watching violent acts since you know the Coliseum and before so I really don't think that that's really affecting us to the point of committing violence it's just something it's just part of our nature vicarious living you know um not entertained. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I personally, I, I think the reason school shootings happen is because uh, people get people who are mentally ill attached to iconography. In the same way that uh, there was a serial killer boom in the nineteen sixties and the nineteen seventies, uh, because there was a root cause, which was child abuse, like John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, all these guys they were abused as children, and they didn't get emotional care, so they grew up and they murder people all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you have post-war depression, you have parents who become alcoholics and beat on their kids, and that's what happens. But anyway, they looked up to men like Jack the Ripper, they just had social discrepancies, you know, stuff like that carried over. I think it's the same thing. Kids, you know, they hear about Columbine, or they hear about all these other things, and that's like the thing they immediately look to to lash out. I feel like it's a psychological thing they're connected to through the iconography of, you know. Yeah being alive today so I don't think video games have much if anything at all to do with it mm-hmm. yeah like you guys are like on the right track like where we're thinking we're just that we there should be a limit like to like where certain kids play games like someone shouldn't play GTA till like they're like 17 because they're mature 17 plus right no I don't agree with that you don't agree with that it depends on the parents man it's yeah, their it's, job yeah I think it's yeah I mean I think it's definitely like Parental discretion, but I played GTA when I was twelve, and it did. Oh yeah, like, all, rating, yeah, like, all ratings, including movie ratings, which are also dumb, are a parent's guide. They're not a guide. It's a guideline. Yeah, it's not a law. Yeah, it's yeah. not a law. No, like, like yeah. so like, pretty much is like make sure we watch and make right. Sure. It's up to the parent. So you know they can try what they can. Like, hey, a kid can't buy it on his own without a parent, so that helps. Like, you can't go see the movie without a parent, but. Here at home, it's up to the people that have parents. They, they, have, yeah. to, they have to actually yeah. care about what their child does, which, yeah. you know, is a lot harder. It's a lot less common than you would think. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, there's a... Never mind. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> no, no, I know people uh, oh. recently who have talked about letting their eight-year-old with severe mental issues play Call of Duty, so... It's, Mm. They're like, well, that ain't no thing. It's like... It kind of might be. Well, it's not just that. Like, you know, the, the kid has really bad mental issues. And uh, I know as much because she, she goes on about how difficult it is all the time. And all the care is going to the kid. But uh, it's, it's the online community that I am more afraid of. Like, yeah, the content itself is not good for that kind of mind. But think of the people. Like, people the kids should not be interacting with and 
hearing language like that without a kid. Well, and it's not just like playing the game or being in like on Xbox Live or something like that, but you, you see men like PewDiePie. Exactly. You know, and like, like getting ex- say, you know. and getting exposed to ideologies that have not been, you know, things that should have died like eighty years ago. I remember in my, I remember in my computer class uh, at, at Apollo, um, they uh, the guy there was talking about that like he was like this website looked legitimate and then he was like yeah and we're like yeah it does and he goes well this is actually a uh, this is actually a Nazi site and uh, I, I don't remember which one it was but uh, he, yes uh huh and uh, did you have that class too I went to class okay yeah yeah was pretty good Damn. but uh, <laughs> and he was like don't believe everything you read on the internet. And we were 14, but I was like, that's really good. Because it's true, man. Yeah. Like, just these kids are looking at videos on YouTube where, like, and it's happened a lot. Uh, like, uh, I know a couple of YouTubers, I don't want to name drop anyone right now, that will just be talking and they'll casually go about white genocide just right there. Like, they'll just start talking about it. Like, just really harmful stuff that kids really shouldn't be listening to. Yeah. Your developing mind should not be exposed the things that could possibly pollute it without a parent stepping in and going, hey, let me explain to you why, why this sprout isn't right. good. This is an ideology that maybe shouldn't be followed. And then if they go, well, why is that? And then the parent could go, well, Timmy. <laughs> and they could learn some fucking history. Right. <laughs> but, uh, well, like, do you think Dr. Disrespect's okay or no? Uh, doesn't he hate Jews? I'm pretty sure he's made <laughs> some very questionable. If uh, so, then uh, no. No. I could say no. To no. Uh, it was that. Oh, no. The other thing. He does racist Chinese accents. Oh, does so, he? Yeah. And, Great. Uh, and then he's like, it's not racist. I have a Chinese friend. So That's not. Uh, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's pretty it's bad. Kinda, it's kind of like the controversy behind the little dicky uh, new a video with Chris Brown like having Chris Brown say the N word like they like switch bodies. Oh, oh yeah. 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 No. <laughs> no. Not thanks. <laughs> no, I'm not all about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I I think to answer your overall question it really just parent man. Like it's not it's it's not the video game's fault. Yeah, no. <laughs> Even so like the way I looked at it, it was like we all start with Mario. And then we just gradually go along as we mature. That's how it used to be. Now kids are playing iPads. Yeah. They're starting out with Flappy Bird and Minecraft. So, I mean, yeah. Minecraft's all right. Hey, it's no, the I'm not. Creator is a total shitbag. <laughs> I'm not degrading Minecraft. I'm just saying, like, you know, we all grew up with Mario. But, like, I feel like it's kind of, you know, that has changed. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, I think I just need to play GTA by myself. Because, like, I said. Plenty of times on this podcast, like, I just can't stand people that just go around and just kill people. And it's just, it's like a turnoff to me. Like, I don't want to see this game play. Well, like, a week ago. Uh, that's, that's fine, man. Like, we go. people don't have the stomach for that. That's totally all right. Like, a week ago, my girlfriend's nephew, he's, like, 13, was playing it. And, like, I knew instantly what he was going to do. And, he, like, he did it. He, like, just start shooting people. He's like, look, I can yeah. pull this car up. Like, I know this game. Well, like, should, I gotta go. Yeah, someone's probably interrupt and tell them, hey, uh, why do you like doing that? <laughs> no, it's all good. I was like, we need to get you on Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Good, wholesome family entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, just like, I was like, 
And like Caitlin knew, like I knew you were ready to go as soon as he put that on. I'm like, yeah, I was ready to go. <laughs> but thank you guys for the insight on what you thought, because like video games are not life, but they are. So. <laughs> <laughs> Guess that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> now let's switch over to some comic book talk. <laughs> Take it away, Alex. <laughs> so, like I said, I've been geeked. I don't know, just I guess going back and watching the actual universe be connected. Mm-hmm. But fun fact that I didn't know is that Justice League was created before the Avengers. Did you know uh, that? Um, yes. I didn't. I didn't know that for some other reason. Uh, so little little comic book history for you. Okay, so 1930s, you know, Superman's created, right? Jerry Siegel, Joe Schuster, they make a character called Superman. Uh, they name him after a Nietzsche story uh, about uh, the Superman, right? And I can't, I can't tell you what it is in German because I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, they, they name him as basically a joke on Nietzsche because Nietzsche's a fuck. And they were both Jewish and Nietzsche was racist. And oh god, Nietzsche's philosophy was used by the Nazis. Yeah, that's the N I E T Z C H. Yes. Okay, that's that's what I assumed. I knew a I know a certain game reviewer who. Uh, well, I'll tell him that. I'll tell him. <laughs> yeah, literally every single review had like two paragraphs. Oh god. Nietzsche. I mean, so like some of Nietzsche's philosophy was very influential to psychology before it happened because he was talking about the subconscious and stuff like that things that weren't explored and that's cool but then you have all this other aspect like thus spoke zarathustra is a good is a good book and it's something people should read you've probably heard about it you know the guy goes into the cave and comes back out and god is dead you've heard about that story right okay so so that that's the good thing that nietzsche did that's his contribution to society everything else nietzsche did fucking sucks right <laughs> so like schuster and, and, and simon they're like you know what we should we should uh we should make a superhero and they did they invented the superhero genre with superman you know um he was an answer to industrialization to people being unemployed you know like because uh you, you think about it 1939 action comics debuted people were just coming out of the recession you know like uh the Great Depression had happened and all that stuff, that people were finally coming out of it. Superman represented, like, hope and brilliance and all of these things to them. Anyway, the superhero craze started. So then you get Batman, you get Wonder Woman in Sensation Comics, Batman in Detective Comics, you get... And then all of these other superheroes just start popping up out of nowhere. Like, just random fucking superheroes. You can look up any anything you can think of, it's probably a superhero in the 40s. Literally. So anyway... Um, there are these characters created by these other imprints uh, under National Comics, which is what DC Comics used to be called. Right? Okay. There was the Flash. There was Hawkman. There was the Green Lantern, Alan Scott. You know who used magic, and there was um, you know, the Spectre and all these other characters from the Golden Age, and they teamed up. You know, a bunch of these nerdy guys. In the 40s, we're like, you know, hey, what if we teamed up our, our characters? Wouldn't that be cool? And they created this team called the Justice Society of America. And so that, you know, became, was an instant success. You know, it was the first real superhero team in the traditional sense, right? Anyway, so about 20 years go by, it's the 1960s. You know, all the superheroes kind of 
fell off except for like Superman and Batman, you know, the big ones. Um, so there's this guy and his name is Carmine Infantino and he revitalizes this character, the flash. He, instead of him being Jay Garrick, he makes him into Barry Allen. Barry Allen gets this cool astronaut red costume, you know, with lightning on it. And it looks really, really great. And then the same thing happens with Green Lantern. He becomes Hal Jordan, and he gets this cool space-age, sci-fi, retro-futurist storyline about a plane crashing and him getting his powers. So since they revitalized those characters, they were like, you know, we should bring back the JSA, too. But instead, we'll call it the Justice League of America, because it's got all these new characters. So Superman joined the team, Batman joined the team, Green Arrow joined the team, Aquaman, all these characters that were popular in the very early 60s. We're talking like 1961, 1962. Uh, anyway, it was, a, it was an incredible success. Like, it, like, their sales were booming, and it was really, really good for National. Like, they, and they started branding themselves as DC because Detective Comics, you know, anyway. So that's, what, that's basically the story of the superhero team, right? So in 1962, a little writer by the name of Stan Lee... Uh, is getting frustrated writing pulp stories at a company called Timely. He's getting sick of it. Like, he wants to do something else, and he's about to leave this company. He's tired of being there, right? So uh, he says, before I leave, I'm going to write one last story, and I'm going to write it exactly how I want to write it. And that ended up being the Fantastic Four number one. And with that, you would have the birth of the Marvel Universe. Really? Yes. So, um, 1962, he writes the Fantastic Four because he thinks, you know, oh, well, DC has a superhero team. I should make one, you know? So he makes the Fantastic Four with a guy named, a little guy by the name of Jack Kirby, uh, who would go on to design, together they would design the X-Men, uh, like Galactus and the Silver Surfer, uh, Black Panther, they would invent him, uh, all these other characters, and... Uh, there was this character that Jack Kirby created way back in the 1930s, like the late 30s, before he would go off to fight in World War II. And that character was Captain America. So whenever Kirby starts working at Marvel with Stan Lee, they decide they're going to launch all these other books. And one of those books is the new Captain America. So they bring him back and they make their own shared universe. And it was this really interesting, cool, psychedelic experiment in the 60s. So the Fantastic Four is a response to the Justice League, right? So then they say, okay, well, we need another team, and they make the Avengers. So that's where the Avengers comes from. Uh, basically, it's all connected. It all, it all counts in comic books. And yeah, so that's... The, no, the Avengers were not the first superhero team. They are the most popular superhero team today. But they are part of a very long lineage of this tradition happening in pulp stories and mm -hmm. science fiction stories. Yeah, like I was like I remember like I was watching something that said that I was like oh it's cool it makes sense though like you're saying like going back to the 30s all the way up to the 60s and like it's interesting that surprised me that Stan Lee was the one that actually made Black Panther like yes. and we will get into that and like spoilers all over for every movie comic book that Alex or Seth have come forth right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just go ahead and no, I'm pretty okay. sure I'm caught up. Only Marvel movie I haven't seen is Ant Man. Oh, so that's it. <laughs> he would love Ant Man. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny. Oh, I've heard that a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> and like I think you'd love Ant Man. And like I said, it's just like I said, just interesting to see how all these are connected. And 
What makes the Avengers so popular? Um, they have a. You per- want to on this show? You can. Sorry. <laughs> they have a a person running their studios who really cares about the material, <laughs> and that and that person is Kevin Feige, and he is a genius because of his work in in the MCU, and um, that's I think that's honestly what makes the characters work because. When you think about when the Justice League was formed, or the JSA, all those characters, you know, they were pre-established in their own comics. Green Lantern, The Flash, Superman, Batman, all that stuff. And then they're like, let's team them up, right? So that same exact philosophy happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that's why it works, because you, you develop an emotional connection to Captain America. And then you see him in the Avengers. And every scene, in every movie he's ever been in, there's that moment where Cap says, I can do this all day. And it gut punches you. And you're like, fucking, that's the same little boy that was standing in that fucking alleyway getting beat up by those fucking mean guys. Remember? Yeah. Remember when he was yes. holding the trash can lid? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, I just watched that movie Sunday, so yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think the emotional connection and, and the fact that they, they built a comic book universe like a comic book universe should be built. That's that's why they didn't. <laughs> you, you second that? Oh, yeah. So, then, like, I know you're a big DC fan, but why can't DC do that? They're rushing them. Yeah, because they they wanted that piece of the pie real fast. You know, they saw the success of the Avengers, and they're like, "Let's just do that right now." And that's you, there's no emotional connection. If we had a bunch of Wonder Womans instead of just Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and then Justice League, like, yeah, I feel like it, that if you do each, like if you had a Batman or Wonder Woman and a Aquaman, I mean, I know they're doing a bunch of those movies, but if you had just done that piecemeal like uh, you know Marvel did then it probably would have turned out well like if, if Christopher Nolan's Batman had joined the Justice League you'd probably <laughs> no, care yeah. a whole lot more than you did about Ben Affleck's Batman creating the Justice League mm. so that's I mean yeah DC's got a lot of stuff to figure out I'm excited though I'm excited for the future for them you said like I like Ben Affleck's Justice League though. that's the thing oh somebody has to <laughs> really? I still haven't seen Justice League Good, but I haven't, uh, there's some there's some super good character moments in it. Uh, ben Affleck's not my favorite. Oh really? By any stretch of the imagination, but uh, char- other people who play characters in that movie are very good. Henry Cavill is awesome. Superman, Gal Gadot is an incredible Wonder Woman. Uh, I actually like Ezra Miller as the Flash. I know a lot of people are all weirded out by him. And this gets for any he's because he's a little gay. Oh. <laughs> It seems like oh, there's yeah, no, they haven't it. Com- confirmed it, but you know he's like <laughs> watching K-pop in his little cave and stuff, you know, and he's just kind of like awkward and feminine, and that's fine. <laughs> it's cool. Speaking as someone who owns probably owns more Flash comics than you, and I'm not saying that as like in a yeah. shitty way. I'm just saying I think it's fine that yeah. the Flash is like that. Like, there's so many different versions of him. Yeah, like I said, like uh, like people say, like they prefer the Flash version on the TV more than it's the movie. And I'm just like, why do I like this movie version better than I do the TV? <laughs> it's kind of weird. The Flash. Yeah, like I lo- the first two seasons of the Flash are some of the best comic book writing, like for live action of all time. I'm saying that as a biased person who that is my favorite character. Yeah, but um, they they take a lot of plots from the books and they realize them in a very in depth and interesting way. Whereas, like, I, f- I feel like television is so much more superior to film in a lot of ways. 
especially with comic book related things, because you know you can explore all these plot details um, in the way they're supposed to be explored. Whereas in the movie, it's more just like bombastic, constant action, and that's why you're seeing the time periods in these movies run higher and higher and higher and higher. Well, that's what we're getting. I think that's what we're getting though is uh, having more and more uh, TV series with uh, you know higher budgets that can do a lot of the same things that a big budget movie can do, but more spaced out, like Daredevil. Yeah. That's why it's so good. What if every comic book hero had a show like Daredevil? Man, that'd be excellent, because yeah. Daredevil is, like, in my opinion, it's it's the best comic book TV show. Daredevil? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. But, I mean, if that that's what they should do. I mean, and we have shows like Westworld, which are, like, literally, if you watch it, it's just like watching a movie. Like it looks like a fucking movie. Yeah. Like the visual effects and the acting and uh, the cinematography. It's a movie. Like just it happens to be ten hours long. You guys want to know a really interesting tidbit about Westworld? What's that? So like episode four or five is written by a man by the name of Ed Brubaker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard that name before. Well, Ed Brubaker is a very prolific comic book writer, and he wrote a story called The Winter Soldier. Oh. <laughs> yeah, which is. You know, some people still say the best Marvel movie. So, yeah. Um, yeah it's up there, for real. I really liked Winter Soldier. Right. What's <laughs> yeah, funny is that, like, when you're talking about Captain America, it's like, before I went back to rewatch all of them, it's like, I freaking stand Captain America. I don't know why. I know he's the heart and soul of the, the Marvel Universe. We just, like... No. I mean, not, not the cinematic it? universe. No, I'm just talking about, like, <laughs> comic book in general. Is I wouldn't not? say... Is there I thought you said that to me one time. He's, like, the heart and soul. Oh, the Avengers? Or No. I mean, I think, I think, like, thematically, yes, in the MCU. Okay. Acting and presence-wise, no. I no, think no, that no. goes to RDJ. Yeah. But, um, you know, the thing that brings the Avengers together in the MCU is Captain America. Yeah, I'm just saying that. So like I, and Nick Fury. But I guess, like, it really just depends, like, what you're talking about. Like, if you're talking about the Ultimate Universe and Captain America, then yeah. If you're talking about the normal Marvel Universe, I wouldn't say that Cap is the heart and soul. I'd say Spider-Man is. Yeah, I know. It's my heart and soul, because I wear Well, also, because he was <laughs> the second Marvel franchise ever created, and I think Spider-Man, you know, idealizes way more of Marvel comics than Captain America does. Yeah. But, like I was trying to say, like I kind of held Captain America and Superman on the same pedestal, like where I hated both of them. Like, no, like, where I hated both of them, like, a couple of years ago. Now, going back and rewatching it and actually understanding the character, I love him more than I did before. Well, Captain America, before the Marvel Cinematic Universe, well, excuse me, before uh, Mark Millar's Ultimates in the 2000s, which was this miniseries, is like six issues, and that's what they based a lot of uh, the movie on. Hmm. So all the designs, you know, from the MCU um, came from this Avengers story called The Ultimates. Basically, Marvel created a separate universe for their comics in the in 2000, and it was called the Ultimate Universe, and they just reinvented a bunch of their known characters, like the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, Spider-Man, all that stuff. And um, they did it for like four or five years, and they're like, hey, we have no Avengers. And Mark Millar was like, oh, I'll write you an Avengers book. So they did a limited series, and they invented the Ultimate Avengers, and that's what the Ultimate is. So anyway, um, Cap in that is fucking awesome. You know, and then uh, in Brubaker's stuff, when Brubaker wrote him in the 2000s, writing stories like The Winter Soldier and The Death of Captain America and all that stuff, 
fantastic stuff. You know, really exploring him being alive in the 40s, being a man out of time, which is interesting. Yeah. It's a very interesting. When you talk about Captain America in the 60s, he's just this weird, goofy guy with this blue eagle costume on. Yeah, he's not that interesting. No, you know? yeah. But, yeah. Like you said, like, I appreciate him. He's, like, my number two now. I'm like, oh, yeah. Over. I love him. I think he's a great character. Yeah, it's just interesting. Now, do you feel like if the first five movies before Avengers then take off, we, will we be talking about Avengers right now? What do you mean? Like, like the, would, the end of, like, the Iron Man, Thor, Iron yeah, Man 2, Captain America, the yeah, Hulk? Yeah. Um, no, because they didn't. Uh, I think it would be the same, because those movies weren't well-received. Um, almost all of them were well-received, except for the first Iron Man. The rest of them were mediocre, uh, and I stand by that. Every single one of those movies is fine. Just fine. <laughs> None of them are fantastic. The first Captain America movie is fantastic. I have to say, actually, excuse me. But the rest <laughs> of them, the rest of them are fine. I, I, I alright didn't really like the Incredible Hulk movie. I don't think it's very good. Yeah. yeah. I think I don't really like Edward Norton a whole lot either. Really? So. See, that's the only thing about the movie I actually thought was good was because I thought that he played a good. Banner. Like, I thought the timid kind of Mr. Jekyll aspect of his performance was pretty good. But the rest of the movie, I just thought that was bad. Yeah, and it's like, when you're watching it in order, because, like, there's a way, like, story-wise, that's actually on it. I'm like, do, like, I question, like, do we really need to watch this one? <laughs> but, like, well, they have those, like, condensed watching orders. No, you still watch all of it. It just the, you still watch every movie. It's just the fact of do you really have to watch the Incredible Hulk to understand? Yeah, what's going on in the sense of comic book world? But like I said, I love the Incredible Hulk. Just not for sure about that. Really? Because I don't. You don't like the Incredible Hulk? <laughs> no, I think he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like one of the. The characters, like, I think the Incredible Hulk is what everyone thinks Superman is. Like, people are always like, Superman's updated, it doesn't make sense, it's just bullshit. Uh, the Hulk. It's kind of one note, right? Yeah. <laughs> it gets big and angry, and then there's That's no it. solving it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. No, one movie. The, I why hasn't there been another Hulk movie? Yeah. Because there's nothing to explore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's nothing to explore, because if you take, I mean, I guess maybe if you take the Hulk out. It's the only thing I can see it'd be interesting. But they they do that and then Banner always ends up dying. That's what happened uh, two years ago. They took they he stopped being the Hulk and Hawkeye shot him in the face <laughs> and he fucking died. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I'm not lying. Now how do you feel about Thor? I love really? Thor. Really? I love him. I mean, so I have to admit that I wasn't a big Thor guy for a very long time. Me too. I thought it was kind of because uh, I've read a lot of comics in my life and. Um, I always kind of stayed away from Thor because I like Norse mythology, and I thought that the version of Thor they presented was just kind of silly and stupid, and not like. It, and I also thought it was dumb that they just borrowed from Norse mythology. Like, just, <laughs> is this okay? <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, I, I uh, a writer I really like got put on the book, uh, the Mighty Thor. All right, now it's called Thor God of Thunder, and I was like, all right, you know, I really like this writer. I'll check out this book. I started reading it. Eventually, he would turn Thor into Jane Foster, and Jane Foster would become Thor. And he would go on to write some of my very favorite comic book stories, probably ever. And uh, that just totally changed my mind on the concept of Thor. And now I'm even reading the old stuff, and like from the Silver Age and uh, Walter Simons and stuff. And I think Thor is fucking awesome. I think like all of the weird, psychedelic, fantasy, trippy stuff they put in there with the 
Norse mythology and all. Of, I think it's just really great. I, I really really like it. So that's how I feel. Like, so like I didn't like the word like so like you're the comic book whiz and like me just watching the movie is just like wow. I wonder if anyone that actually read the comics likes these movies right now. Well, that was my problem with the the third one because I went to go see the third one and I had just finished reading up to current with Thor. And it was like this really serious kind of like intense storyline and I really loved it. And I watched the first two Thor movies and I really liked the second one. And I went to go see the third one and I was like, oh, I was kind of expecting that. Because you watch the trailer and it's like Led Zeppelin and... You know, there's Surtur, and, you know, you're just expecting, like, there's Hela and all this stuff. You're expecting it to be kind of serious, thematically in touch with the first two movies, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And it was surprising, you know, and, like, the, the further I get away from my first viewing movie, I really loved that movie. Oh. Because I, the less I take it seriously, the more I actually enjoy it, which is just being open-minded, I guess. It's pretty funny. It is yeah, very funny. I mean, like, sometimes, like, the jokes kind of fall flat, like, when he fucking spins five times, and I'm just like, I'm not into that. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> it's like, like, he's like, wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just didn't think it was funny. I was like, man, this is trying really hard to be Guardians of the Galaxy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I don't know. There's some really cool stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you feel about, how did you two feel about Guardians of the Galaxy when it was first thing, like, it's announced? Cool. It's so good. Every movie's trying to be that now for Marvel. <laughs> Literally. I, I really liked it when, when it first came out because it was uh, very space opera-esque and Force Awakens hadn't come out yet. So yeah. it was uh, definitely filling a void there. And, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I could have written, yeah, some of the jokes, jokey joke time could really tone that down a little bit. But uh, mm-hmm. other than that, I really did I mean, Star Lord's kind of like a fusion between uh, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, so you, know, yeah. you can't really go wrong. <laughs> yeah, like with me not knowing much about it, the characters at the time, I remember when it came out, like that weekend. It was like maybe two weeks before, after my grandfather passed away. I was like, well, I really want to go see this movie. This movie looks great, and like a lot was going on in the house. I was like, I really got to go see this movie. It looks really good, and like I was happy I went to go see it because no one else wanted to go see the movie. <laughs> and like everybody enjoyed it like wow this is actually better than what I thought like you ever watch like an anime and it's based on a manga right and you read that manga but you weren't really impressed by it mm-hmm. and you watch the anime and you're like oh it's actually a pretty good anime right yeah famous example Sailor Moon for a lot of people <laughs> um, I'm gonna lie I watched it for that <laughs> uh, but anyway like the, you know those things do happen right uh Guardians of the Galaxy is that for me because I've tried reading Guardians comic books and I think they kind of blow. Oh no! Do they? Yeah. I was actually going to ask your opinion on that because I was just thinking about reading it. Well, uh, we were talking about Brian Michael Bendis. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually wrote. He took over Guardians, and that's where I felt like he really started to falter. Like I could feel his time at Marvel coming to an end because he, his Guardian stuff wasn't good. You know, like, I, it's been years and years since I read it, but when I read it, it wasn't good, you know, and he's had them since then. Um, he's only given them up because he works for DC now. But, but uh, and then previous to that, you know, the team was, wasn't the version in the movies. Yeah, yeah. It was a different version. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, I haven't read the Dan and the Andy Lanning stuff, so I can't really comment on that. But yeah, all the Guardians comics I've read just haven't been good. 
Now, are the Guardians bigger than the Avengers? No, like, not in terms of, like, story or... I'm talking about actual well, level like, leadership and stuff. Do you mean just, like, in the movies? Not in the movies, just, like... No, no. But I can tell you that the Guardians have had more good movies than the Avengers have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is true. Two of them, to be exact. <laughs> yeah. I'm just talking about, like, as in... Like, who you would call first. The Avengers. Oh, you would call the Avengers I would call, I would call the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. That's true. He's got it's on point. Netflix, too. That's not that. Yeah, it is. Good point. We're watching a lot of that. I don't know. If I was going to call the Guardians or the Avengers, I'd call the fucking Avengers. Really? <laughs> like, hey, Iron Man, fucking fix it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but fix it. What's the charge, though? I don't know if I can call either one of them. It's a famous comic story called Civil War written about that. Oh uh, so, like, how much money does Iron Man really have? That's a question. Yeah, for the amount of money, it's the Batman. It's just Marvel Batman, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, well, a little less cool. Well, like I said, um, let's see, Spider-Man, as we talked about. Like, you think it was a plus that they were able to that we're able to see him in this universe. Oh my fuck yeah, oh god. <laughs> oh god, so good. Spider-Man Homecoming is really my favorite Marvel movie. Okay. Like, like that and like, well I'm not saying it's the best, I just really, really like Spider-Man Homecoming because uh, I love Bendis' Ultimate Spider-Man, Spider-Man in high school, you know, because Spider-Man's the most interesting when he's in high school. Yes. This is just how it works. This is how it is. Like, Peter Parker's always out in the world getting shit on, losing his job, like having no money. <laughs> And that's entertaining to a point, right? <laughs> yeah. But when you read, like, the 40th story of Peter Parker losing his job, you're just like, dude, get, come on. Yeah. You were so, you had so much potential, you know, and you squandered it. But, yeah, Bendis reset that shit, kept him in high school. He was a young man, you know, all this really cool stuff. And then whenever, you know, eventually he died, spoilers, he brought in Miles Morales. And, you know, just, ah, oh, it's so good. And I love that they made the movie based on Bendis' work. Yeah. And, yeah, just, Especially when Donald Glover says, like, well, I got a nephew that lives around here. Second Miles. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm assuming, anyway, because he played Hobie Brown, who's yeah. the, um, I forget the character's name. It's like, um, it's not Nightcrawler. That's it. That's the fucking nice man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm trying to remember. It's, it's the Prowler. Hobie Brown is the Prowler. Um, and he's just, he's like a thief. He's not Miles Morales' uncle, but I guess they're just that's where they're gonna go. Yeah. Honestly, I'm saying this because he's black. <laughs> there wasn't any other black character in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and if we're talking about young black men who are gonna be important in the Spider-Man movie, it's pretty fucking easy to assume it's gonna be. Yeah. So. I felt like. Did you enjoy the Spider-Man movie? I haven't seen it yet. That's, you said Ant-Man. Oh man. <laughs> I forgot it was a part of the MCU. Yeah, it is. It's a Sony movie. So. No, it's it's an MCU movie. Well, dude, the way they worked it out too is kind of weird. What are you talking about? Like you know, like the fact that Sony gets all the movie money, but Marvel gets all the merchandise. It's just weird. Is that true? Yeah. Are you sure? I looked it up. Well, where did you read that? <laughs> it was some article. I'm very interested in, in royalties of Marvel movies. That's what I thought it was. I thought that it was just literally like uh, you know. Two fourths, three fourths, kind of thing. Mm. Sony and Marvel, because I don't know why Marvel would make. Because it's not like merchandising is very big on MCU movies. Yeah. It's not Star Wars. It's not really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's so. have a hard time seeing movies. It's kind of <laughs> have to be drugged to them. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I saw you with Black Panther. 
Black Panther was an important movie to see. <laughs> yes, it is. And let's talk about that. What do you What do you think about it? Great. Great. Yeah, I loved it. It's really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I liked it a whole lot. Wakanda Forever. No. Yeah. yeah <laughs> man, definitely. I really wish it was real. <laughs> the fact that it was shot in Atlanta, eighty percent though. It's like, wait, what? Odd enough. Yeah. A bunch of movies are. Really? Yes. Oh yeah, because all that Georgia stuff that keeps happening. You know, yeah, really and cool. also they use Tyler Perry's. <laughs> Studio. They really try to keep it black. What the fuck? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Harry? <laughs> yeah, it's studio. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. Have you heard the album? Uh, the Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's pretty good. I like it. Damn is a seven. But <laughs> the rest of it is real good. No, I guess this is where like we try to make Sit it. down. <laughs> we try to swallow the motherfucker. <laughs> I meant the Black Panther album. Yeah, it's okay. Great. Okay, you said damn. Uh, I was like, he's, he's, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm like damn, like yeah. I was just giving you a hot take. Yeah, you gonna know, sit down? Yeah, soundtrack yeah. was really good though. It is. Like the movie. Yeah, but uh, I guess we try to make it a bigger deal than what it is. It did just pass Avengers yesterday, I think. It's literally the highest grossing comic book movie in America. They said that they. I think the last time seen it three times. Well, that needs to be rubbed in a lot of people's oh, faces. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not even rubbed. It's like it's awesome. It's really cool, and it's cool how the, the their community is coming out and supporting them. Like, I mean, it's athletes, musicians. It's fucking I awesome. Th- I think Kendrick Lamar brought out three theaters just for uh, poor kids who will watch it. Yeah, man, I love seeing that stuff. That's but, so awesome. Wow. I hope Hollywood shoves it up their ass. <laughs> they learn something. Huh? Yeah, especially after the China thing, because the yes. MCU, they, like, they were always like, you know, black movies don't travel Hollywood. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, I guess, it has, I someone, I think it was, I shoot, I don't really mess up his name. I'll come back to it. Okay. But uh, he was pretty much trying to say that why are we making such a big hype over this superhero movie in general? Like this it was one. awesome. Just the same way fucking Wonder Woman was awesome. Yeah, it's an important movie. That's why. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came to just change to me. What, what did Kareem say? Kareem what? said that? Yeah. Well, I mean, fuck him. <laughs> Go fuck it. I mean, he fought Bruce Lee in a movie. Of course he's going to have fucking... <laughs> An obscured opinion. <laughs> He's fucking a millionaire. Like what? <laughs> Whatever, Kareem, go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, pretty much. Like, what does it mean to have such a black representation in theater for this? It's really mean, important. Yeah. You know. Like, I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. Black kids can have a uh, superhero to look up to. Looks <laughs> yeah. like film. You said, like, uh, even even white kids are like that. I took, like... Because it's a fucking awesome yeah, world. Like, like I said, like, I took them, like, I took them to say it, like, before, because I mean, he said, you already seen this? I'm like, yeah. I said, I just want you to hear, like, where he says, like, this like this never gets old. Like, when he gets to Wakanda, because, like, that's just amazing just to see. Like, what if that shit was real? Like, it's a cool world. Like, it it's good world building. Like, it's I mean, a good fantasy world. I've like, always... That's why it's so attractive. I've like, I... I uh, never really read any Black Panther until I read uh, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run. And T'Challa is in it a lot because T'Challa loses his mantle. And uh, his sister, Shuri, Shuri, becomes the Black Panther. 
and uh, first of all, I was like very surprised when that happened. And I thought it was really cool. I was like, this is fucking awesome, right? And then as they go, it's the story of redemption for T'Challa. He goes into this sector of Wakanda that's the city of the dead, where all of the the leaders and the kings go. And he goes there and he communes with all the previous Black Panthers and eventually he takes on this new mantle, the king of the city of the dead in Wakanda. And it's fucking awesome. It is, a, it is the coolest thing ever. And, um, but yeah, he was in and out of the Avengers run a bunch. And I don't know, like, I remember back whenever, like, Black Panther married Storm. And I was what? just like, yeah, it happens. I, I was, was just like, holy that. shit. Like, I, I read that issue too, because it happened around the same time Civil War happened, because there was actually a plot point in Civil War. And I remember, I remember it being, like, just idiotic, because Reed and Sue are, like, arguing. That they dispel their argument about civil war and go to their wedding, and I just I don't know I thought it was really ridiculous and silly. Um, I think it's a it's a thing that comic book writers do a lot with like characters that aren't white is that like, they pigeonhole them into like yeah. oh they can only be associated with this character and it mm-hmm. just feels fake and dumb to me. So you may even see that in Luke Cage with him going towards you know the doctor nurse even though I think they're supposed to get together but. No, they're not. Uh, they're Luke not. Cage is married as fuck to Jessica Jones. <laughs> no. Okay. They have a baby together. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Like. I mean, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones is like one of the great comic book relationships of all time. I'd put them right with Mary Jane and Peter Parker. You know, maybe not Clark and Lois, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, they're, they're a really intense... They have a really intense relationship. Yeah. It's really cool. No, like you said, like, the way... I guess the, the main question I saw, and like, I had to disagree with the the idea of it. it's like, are you team T'Challa or are you team Killmonger? Uh, T'Challa. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what makes the movie so interesting, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a, a villain with a, a cause that uh, a lot of people could probably get behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing I said when I went out the theater was uh, someone was like, ah, what'd you think about it? And I was like, well, the villain actually had depth. And that was surprising because it doesn't happen in Marvel movies. Yeah. I mean, he was still evil because he's a murderer. Like, yeah. he's still a murderer. Yeah. But, I mean... It's, it's literally Malcolm X and Dr. Martin. Yes, yeah, so like, I, like, my aunt called me up. She said, what do you think about it? What do you think? Like, she did it twice, and after the second time, I think it's Dr. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Just, like, to a T. And, like, looking at it, it's just amazing. But just, like, can you really say Team Killmonger... Like, you say Team Killmonger because at the end, T'Challa does go forth with his ideas just in a respectful manner. Well, in a different way, like in, a, in an optimistic way versus a pessimistic way, which that's the story. It's optimism versus pessimism. Yeah. Because, you know, like Killmonger, he's like, you know, fuck all these people. You know, we're better than them. Fuck that. You know, why did they get to be in charge and, you know, run things? It's like, we have the power. We have the technology. You know, why don't we use it? T'Challa's like... You know, we're, we're a force for good. Yeah. We, we do things for good purposes. We don't yeah. do things to control. He's like, he says to him at one point in the movie, he says, um, that makes us just like them. Yeah. And I think that is like one of the more poignant, like two most poignant moments in the movie for me whenever he says that to Killmonger. And then when Killmonger says, uh, throw him in the ocean yeah. Yeah. with the rest <laughs> of the right? so I was just like, <laughs> and then he like fucking dies. And I was just like, 
This is a movie. <laughs> like, you leave it. Marvel, let <laughs> go. I thought it was fucking awesome. Like, when he said that, I was just like, dude. Had the balls to do it. Like, yeah, yeah it's great. I mean, like, it's I think really Kevin, even Kevin Feige, or like, Feige. Feige? Yeah. Was like, even said, like, yeah, I need Ryan Cougar back for number two. Like, yeah. That's a yeah, good man. director, man. <laughs> with Patty Jenkins and Wonder Woman. Like, give her the fucking sequel. I'm so happy they did. You know? yeah. Ryan Coogler, bring him back for Black Panther 2. <laughs> like, he's just a good ass director. He deserves it, man. He's got a yeah. good ass actor. And just the fact that he he's worked with Michael B. Jordan. Like in, in every movie, done, like every movie he's done. Yeah, man, he did real good in that one. He's even like Creed Two is coming out this year. He's like, oh yeah, he did yeah, that. Still like, wait, see the first one. Huh? I still need to see the first Creed. I haven't. You seen Rocky it. though, right? Well, so many times I can't even count. Okay. Like, I fucking love Rocky, man. It's been <laughs> so long though. I've been trying to convince my girlfriend to watch them. And she won't do that. Watch it with you guys. Fuck yeah, Rocky. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, that's my that's my girlfriend's go to. Like she loves Rocky. Yeah, I, I was gonna go see Creed in the theater, but Sean didn't want to go because she was like, "I have to watch all five Rockies first. No, you don't. No, you and don't. I was like, "No, it's fine. It's a new a Wikipedia story. article. You can probably just watch Rocky Four and go." I was just like, "You know, it's okay. Like, you don't have to know." And she's like, "No, I can't do it like that. I have to see all the movies." And I was like, "Is that OCD or is that you just?" You mean Rocky Three? Which one is the one where uh, Rocky Four is where Apollo dies? Okay, I thought it was Three when that happened. To, I couldn't remember it. Rocky Three is I the Tiger where That's Rocky, right, Apollo yeah. helps him. Yeah, because four is the German, the uh, Russian, a, there's Russian. five. That's all yeah, getting. I didn't watch five. So, and, and there's I, Balboa. I always get fucked up on them too. Like they were like, because the first one is Creed, right? First two are Creed. The first two. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the first two. That's are right. Creed. The third one is Mr. T, and then the fourth one is Ivan. What's his face? Yeah, this breaky guy. <laughs> then yeah. Those movies are fucking so good. <laughs> really good. Oh my god. It's the best thing Sylvester Stallone ever did. He wrote and directed those movies too. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, first, well, first Blood's pretty good. I've never <laughs> seen that. It's, okay. it's fine, I guess. Everything else afterwards kind of blows. Yeah, I haven't seen Rambo. Like, so I haven't seen any of the Mission Impossibles. I'm not a big Bruce Willis guy, so. Bruce Willis? No. That's time for. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Mission Impossible? Yeah. I'm sorry. I was expecting die you to hard. say Die Hard. Yeah. Bruce Willis is Mission Impossible. Yeah, sorry. Fuck. I've got a message from this motherfucker. Oh my I, was, God, I don't want to see that now. I was anticipating you saying Die Hard. Yeah. So I just automatically answered before I even listened to what you said. That might be the next podcast. Bruce Willis is Mission Impossible. I can't stand Bruce Willis, dude. He's so bad. And he's such a dick. He's such a fucking ass. <laughs> like in his real life. He's yes, dude, yes. And Bruce Willis in Die Hard. I mean, like in uh, Mission Impossible. Man, um, there's lots of horror stories for directors directing um, Bruce Willis. And um, you guys like Kevin Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kevin Smith did a couple podcasts after he directed him in a really bad movie. Yeah, I know about that movie. And um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! What a fucking drama queen <laughs> Bruce Willis is. And then there was another movie that the uh, the Coen Brothers did that an actor that I know was going to be in the movie, and Bruce Willis refused to do a scene because he didn't like the dialogue, and they were like, "Well, we have to do the scene. It's in the movie." And um, Bruce was like, "I'm not fucking shooting the scene. We want to set." So they had to tell the actor they couldn't be in the movie because they had to cut the character because Bruce Willis wouldn't do the fucking scene. <laughs> 
Fuck him, dude. Yeah. That's fucking so childish and shitty. There's a lot of actors, though, really. That's why I don't like to glorify Hollywood too much, yeah. because I know a lot of them aren't like that, but a whole lot of them are. Like, just today, I like, I like to listen to a podcast called We Hate Movies. <laughs> I know it sounds like the worst name, but it's actually like a, it's a comedy podcast. It's really funny. Sounds great, actually. But, um, yeah, and they're just talking about, like, uh, Batman Forever, and, uh, yeah, Jim Carrey is a fucking asshole. Oh, well, apparently, and even though he doesn't believe in guns, I mean, uh, fucking, uh, uh, what was I gonna say? I mean, they made a whole documentary about how insufferable he was on Man on the Moon. Oh, really? Yeah, that Netflix documentary, like Jim and Andy. He method act. He likes to method act, so he method acted. Uh, Andy, uh, oh my God, K, okay. Andy, help, help me. Comedian, Andy. Holy shit, man. You, you know the biopic Man on the Moon, right? Uh, Andy Kaufman. Jesus Christ, what's wrong? With yeah, I've never seen him. Um, so Andy Kaufman was a weird, offbeat comedian uh, who like specialized in unhumor and that and stuff like that. Like he would annoy the audience. He was ahead of his time, but uh, and he died early. And Jim Carrey did a biopic about him uh, in 1999. And Jim Carrey likes to uh, method act. Uh, so he was trying to be like this man, but he, uh, he, Andy Kaufman wasn't that cruel. <laughs> really? Like, like on set, like he refused to not be the character. So he would like throw chairs and yell at people and be insufferable and, Ugh. and just, and the whole entire time, and apparently he was like that on Batman forever. And like, he just shits up every scene. And by the way, he was the highest paid actor for a little while there. He got $20 million to be the Riddler. In the Batman Forever. Oh, wow. And all I did was a cheap version of fucking Jack Nicholson's show. Oh, it's oh. terrible. But, uh, I guess to bring bring it, but yeah, bring it back to the Marvel Universe. <laughs> uh, fucking Robert Downey Jr. got paid to be <laughs> Iron Man. His his uh, salary for Infinity War is uh, more than Star Wars Last Jedi cost to make. Holy yeah. All I know ass. is that uh, I just like that Robert Downey was able to somehow push it up a, a week. He's going <laughs> to die. Like, there's <laughs> yes. no way. Okay. After Disney, okay. Pay, after Disney paid that fucking sum of money, 200 plus million dollars plus um, mm. some royalties from no way. They're like, uh-uh, this guy's fucking dead. I'm well, putting a hit out on it. There's well, no way. It's <laughs> funny that Robert Downey was like, so was, like, was, able, like was able to like say, oh, right, you guys wanted a week, so we'll give you a week earlier. Know, for Infinity War. Yeah, because he has that kind of bargaining rights, which is why I'm saying they're going to fucking kill him. They're going to be like, all right, okay, Robert, we think we can probably get rid of your fucking character. Yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, he literally is that universe. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, I don't see them getting rid of the face of the franchise just yet. Well, they're just going to yet. because they're going to recast them because they're going to take a break after Infinity War. They've already said they're going to take a two-year break or so so they're probably going to recast them and they're going to keep some of the actors but then they're going to have like younger versions of so probably probably string it up probably string it out more like you know what i mean like go from like the absolute like do like probably five movies before they meet up again i really feel like that's kind of going to be the death knell for the mcu because the experiment is going to end everything ends it's going to happen. Yeah, it's even, going to happen. Even Superman in the 70s, the movie stopped selling eventually. Yeah. Um, it's it's eventually going to fall out of favor. And like I said, the first 
like five Avengers or MCU movies aren't great. They're like, fine. I even have to say, like, well, like Caitlin argues with me, like you can't tell people that when you first when we start watching these because, like, I'm like, I'm like, honestly, I love Captain America: The First Avenger. It's a good movie, but it's probably boring at first. It really is. It's really long it. and boring. But I also love World War II, and I love yeah, history, <laughs> yeah. so that's why I love the movie. Yeah. So I'm not saying, to me, that's a fantastic movie. To other people, they're kind of like, God, I don't give a fuck about what's happening in no. this, this army camp, you know? Yeah, what but mean, it's, though? it's, <laughs> all, it's, it's all connected, but like, I just feel like what I haven't, well, basically, like I said, based off of interviews or stuff, it's like, you would think that, like Chad, Chadwick Bosman, like Chadwick Bosman, like Tom Holland, like all these newer people coming in, they would have like you know they're gonna stay act, acting fatigue though. That's I what think I'm saying. Thor's gonna be there. Chris, Chris Hemsworth has said for a fact he wants to stay. He doesn't want to leave. No, I'm just talking about like acting fatigue from like go from one movie just straight into the next well, yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But money, but like Hemsworth has said that he doesn't want to go. Like he oh. wants to be around. So I and and I don't. I think honestly, I, I would like to see him more Thor. So Captain America will also die because Chris Evans says he also wants to move. Well, he said yeah, he's Black a, Widow probably will because she said she wants to move on. So, well, even though there's supposed to be a Black Widow movie coming out, uh huh, that sounds like the perfect time to reboot <laughs> and get a new actress. With Scott Johansson, I guess the thing is like Black Widow could be a mantle. Like it doesn't have to necessarily just be her. Like they could treat it kind of like 007. It doesn't necessarily have to just be her. Apparently, it might be a Captain Marvel appearance in this movie. In Infinity War? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's no way they don't. That. Well, I heard that she wasn't actually in the movie at all. Oh, okay. Because, like, she hadn't donned the costume until after the movie had finished shooting. Oh, okay. And now they're doing tests for the second movie, and that's where all those costume things came yeah. from. But she might they might also be lying through their fucking face, so she might actually be in the movie. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm just ready to say it. But, like, is it, who do you think dies in this movie? As we know, no. one, someone's supposed to die. Nope. You don't think no one's going to die in one part one? person will die in part one, man. Nope. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No one's going to die. When did they ever kill anyone? In all of their movies. Why am well, I supposed I mean, to they're, believe they're going to in this one? Oh, they're going to. Because, like I said, they're going to recast. But they have a second part. Yeah. yeah. There's a part two to Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, but like that'll that's even better. So you don't it's think like, like, when they killed Dobby and then... It's that is so not... <laughs> Dobby is like a secondary C-level character in Harry Potter... And it's a very poignant death, but it, like you kill literally the franchise and the first of the second to last Avengers movie. Uh, I just don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, now the so. second one maybe, I, but again, it's not. That's they not absolutely kills. Maybe not in that first movie, but they're gonna kill some. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just I don't think anybody's gonna die in this movie because they want you to come back for the second one. Yeah. They want you to come back and see the Avengers one last time. They want you to see that group of people play these fucking characters. Right. That. I want that to happen. And have they ever killed a superhero? No. <laughs> did they kill Cap at the end of Civil War? Like they Even was, he was supposed to die, right? No, they did not. Uh, he so, well, apparently, yeah. sure. <laughs> is, it true that, is it true that Spider-Man does turn to the other side? On, in Civil War? Yeah. You, you mean like, well, yeah, he starts with Cap. Or he starts with Iron Man, and then he's like, no, oh, you're kind of fucked up. You're going crazy. You're out of your fucking mind. And then he joins Captain America. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, Tony was losing his goddamn mind in Civil War. Okay. He was a madman. Okay, um, I think I'm really just excited for his parts. Really. Tony Stark? No, uh, uh, Tom? Yeah, Tom Holland's parts. Yeah. I don't know why, just because I'm inspired him. It's fucking that. great. <laughs> when, people were, when people were like, you know, like Kevin Feige was like, I think Tom Holland is to Spider Man what 
RDJ was Iron Man. I was kind of like, man, you're full of shit. Like, there's no way. I can't. I don't believe it. And then I watched Homecoming, and I was like, you know what? He's right. He's just right. Tom, I want to see Tom Holland play more Spider-Man. And that's the thing, though. Like, also, like, when we were watching the the first time through, he was like, why don't, like... Why didn't they use Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? Why didn't they use like Andrew like Garfield? Ago, but still, though, like that's the Spider-Man she that's the Spider-Man she knew. Like she like that's the Spider-Man she knew. I'm like, no, this is like probably the best Spider-Man I've ever seen. Yeah, Tom, Tom Holland is fantastic. <laughs> He's very very good. And is that the Iron Spider suit? No, it doesn't look anything like the Iron Spider. Um, I'll I'll show you a picture of the Iron Spider suit real fast. Um, okay. That that's what they want to call it. That's fine, but um, yeah, it, it doesn't look like the Iron Spider. If you're listening to this podcast, please Google the Iron Spider costume. <laughs> yeah, because um, it doesn't look like it. I thought it was maybe like an Ultimate Spider-Man suit. I was like, oh, no, cool. no, 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 no. Um, this is what the Iron Spider costume looks like. Holy shit! That looks awesome as hell. Yeah, it's great. This is what um, Tony Stark gives Peter in Civil War because he's living with him in the Avengers Mansion. And holy shit, that's cool as hell. Yeah, it's great. It's a really awesome costume. You know, it gives him spider legs, and it's got all these cool tech upgrades and stuff like that. And it's really awesome. I wish they would have done that, but they didn't. So <laughs> yeah, it's cool, I guess. But like, I think what they were saying. Is that this movie, like, Infinity War is going to pretty much be, like, three stories in one movie. You think that's too much, or... We'll see. (laughs) We'll find out. With 64 characters in one movie. It's a whole lot of characters, man. It's a lot. Super Smash Brothers right there. It is. It literally is. I don't know, man. I mean, it just depends. Like, you're talking about literally everyone, you know? Like, sometimes when you're watching Civil War, there are scenes where it's like, God, there's fucking so many people in this movie, like... You know, like, if you, if you, I, what I will say is that if you've seen all the Marvel movies, I don't think this is going to be a problem for you. If you haven't seen all the Marvel movies and you're trying to watch this movie, it's going to be a really big problem for you. Yeah. Because, I don't know, yeah, you've like got to balance a lot of stuff. Like I said, I had to, like, hold off for Caitlin to see Black Panther because that's towards the end. She's like, I really want to see this. So, like, well, if we get to Civil War, then you can watch it. She's like, why do you, like... But that, that isn't like an order or anything like that. I'm like, Shala's awesome in Civil War too, so it's kind of you know, yeah. So it's, it's like really important to the story. Also, yeah, I'm like, if we watch Civil War, we can go see Black Panther. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. It's like Black Panther takes place a week after Civil mm-hmm. War. Yeah. She's like, are you serious? And since she watched, she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Does that mean that the movies are still taking place in like 2013? Because I'm pretty sure Avengers was present day, so I'm trying to figure out how they get the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in their so. version, that means that they're well, still stuck in a pre-Trump Well, well apparently Spider-Man is only six yeah. months after Civil War. I guess so. I have no idea, to be honest. I never even thought about it. <laughs> no, is Thanos really a, this big, vicious villain? Thanos, Bruce Willis? Thanos is a... <laughs> oh, no, but he looks like Bruce Willis. <laughs> Thanos is a giant purple dildo. That's all I have to say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, Thanos is a poor man's dark side. Poor man's dark side. That's really all I have to say. (laughs) Poor man's dark side? Yeah. Wow. I mean it. Damn. I do. (laughs) So he's not that good? 
Oh, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Dark side's just cooler. <laughs> More interesting. Thanos is a he's a mad space pirate. Mm. Yeah. He's in love with death, literally. Now someone tried to say this about the Black Panther movie. You know like how uh at the end and uh what's his name? Martin Freeman mm-hmm. uh shoots down. They try to say that I've heard it all the way over the internet like the the real people that saved the day was still the white man. Yeah. No, that's not true. Like you can fucking like uh, like seriously. Bilbo Baggins. No, yeah, because like pretty much the most vicious, the, the most dangerous thing was those getting out to everywhere. So like for him to shoot him down being white yeah, was a person. Peaceful. I know. That's idiotic. Like yeah, the whole movie, this one, the five minute sequence is the most important thing, and it's done by a white guy. Whatever. I feel good about my job. Yeah, that's dumb. It's just like uh, whenever people were getting upset about the colonizers thing. Like, like I heard people at my job, they were like... Yeah, well, yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, I was hearing people talk about um, the colonizers comment in the movie, how they call white people colonizers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that's fucking dumb and racist. And it's like, no, it's like literally true. Like, you can go back to the 1700s, and that's a fucking thing that happened. I remember having to write a paper over Tarzan and how that is true. Yeah, so I mean, I, I just thought it was silly that people were getting upset about that. Um, I think people just want something different. I mean, that's what they care. Like I said, like you haven't seen Ant Man, but like it's really funny. Or Spider Man, I guess. I guess those are the two. Spider Man's very yeah, good. Like you, if you want to watch him, I got it for you. Michael Keaton is in that movie. Plays a vulture. He does yeah. a really good job. Yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah. I, can't recommend that. <laughs> I love Michael Keaton. He's great. It's my Batman. Now, are these Infinity Stones really in the universe, or are they just making it up? No, they're there. Yeah. I mean, there's like a uh, Jim Starlin, and like uh, back in the like the seven, no, 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 the early '80s, they made the story and all that. And um, yeah, the Infinity Stones called like the uh, Infinity Gauntlet was the first one, and then Infinity War was the second one. And, yeah, it's basically just Thanos comes down to the planet, gets the Infinity Stones, Avengers beat him. That's the end. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I thought they were supposed to make him so, like, super god level. Well, it, it does, but they still beat him. So, mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like this, man. You gotta mm-hmm. expect a little bit of that. And like you said, you're taking break and stuff. Like, how do you feel about them owning Fox now, being able to dish out <laughs> <laughs> X-Men? That went through, right? Yeah, that went through. I thought it was still like in a stitch. No, like they, it, they. It's done. Yeah, it's finalized. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> how do I feel about it? I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's X Men. Too many, too many cooks. Yeah, <laughs> too many cooks in the kitchen. I hope they keep it separated, or at least just a hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Because I really don't know if they could stuff all these. And people are gonna be pissed when they recast the X Men. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can get a really good Fantastic Four movie done now. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. Do you think it's because of Fox that the reason why it didn't do so well? Or Apparently the new one would have been good if they hadn't cut it up the way they did. So. Yeah, I mean, that director was the same guy that did um, Chronicle. There was all that movie. Yeah. And that movie's pretty good. So, yeah, it seems like if he had really gotten his crack at the, at the Fantastic Four, it would have been pretty good. Apparently they reshot like half that movie and re-edited it back in without him. So yeah, just another one of those things. Just like 
don't want to open up that can of worms yet. We can save it for the end, just like solo, just like all that. Uh, where they just how do you feel about that one? Justice League. Yes. How do you feel about solo? I'm not going to see it. You? Uh, I w- was on the fence about it until I saw the new trailer, like the full trailer, and I just, I feel like all my excitement for the movie, what little I had, was deflated. Okay. Dude, he sucks, man. By watching the trailer, yeah. I just—I don't know something about something about like like Lando looks really cool. Yes, I Donald. Just, I just see Donald Glover for real. Like that's awesome. Um, and it's a Star Wars movie, so I'm probably gonna see it. But it's just like, I don't know. Watching that trailer just really took the wind out of the sails for me. You think we're getting too much Star Wars now? Yes. Like, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, I started I started reading the Marvel comics that are going on right now, just because um, they're free on Comicsology Unlimited. <laughs> So that's mainly why. But also, I just like Star Wars. And um, I was reading it the other day, and I was like, oh, man. I'm, I'm, reading, I'm reaching saturation point, <laughs> I think. You know, just because there's been so much of it in the last, like, three years. Yeah. You know. I think even Ryan Johnson has his own trilogy coming out, too. It's like, wait, so what? Dude, the Game of Thrones guy. Yeah, yeah Benny Off and Weiss. It's like, so how many more episodes are we? I thought we're nine was it. That's going to be it, but I'm sure they're going to do They're supposed to do, like, a whole other, like, story unrelated. Like, it's just supposed to be its own thing, so. Yeah. I look forward to seeing Ryan Johnson's. Well, even though he, like, turned it everywhere on their heel with this Last yeah. Jedi movie. And I'm fine with it. It's great. A lot of people say, like, I like The Force Awakens better than The Last Jedi. I'm like, I don't know. It's a people-pleasing movie. <laughs> it's easy. Huh? What, Force easy. Awakens? Yeah. yeah. I like Force Awakens. I do, too. I just, I, I mean... I also like A New Hope. <laughs> Solo looks like shit. Zinger. It like does. just the actor just doesn't look like Harrison Ford. He doesn't act or sound like him. So I've been meaning to say this, but I have seen three Indiana Jones movies. Oh, hey. The Blu ray thing that mm-hmm. I've had for you like probably like a year now. Um, has it been that long? It's probably been that long. It's been about a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I finally I watched the first three, and I'm watching the fourth one this weekend. Oh, you can stop. You don't have to. I just want to go ahead and do it. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Dude, my, I saw that opening <laughs> fucking day. I did too. I was <laughs> so excited. So excited. I crushed my little heart, man. Is, I was, it, is this the aliens? Is that no, it's just a They terrible. said it would be practical. They said there wouldn't be any CG. They said that it would be a, a good little adventure flick. So why, man. Really? It's all CG? Bad. It's just it bad. Is, just it is the it. Star Wars prequel version of those movies. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, because like, and I, Harrison Ford is checked out. It he, it was during his period. <laughs> it was during his period of acting where he didn't give a shit. He just now started giving a shit again. Like, kind of. He's mainly trying to seal off all of his exits, isn't he? Like, But he's been doing very well though. Like, he, was, he was fantastic in Force Awakens, and he was. Fantastic and Blade Runner. He was. Yeah, like, so, like, he was like you were about to, in both of those movies. But you about to kill him off, like, in every movie. Just, like, bring him back. Just kill him he off. Like, because he likes that. That's his favorite. <laughs> he likes giving finality to a character because he thinks it makes it feel more real, and he's right. It's, it's, I also understand not wanting to do the same character for, like, all my life. Yeah. Just like he feels. So I, I get where he's coming from. I mean, same way with Chris Evans. He's like, yeah, I'm done. I gotta go. But, what'd you, anyway, what'd you think? What'd you think of part two is Double we do? has some problems. Yeah, Holy <laughs> shit. 
Temple of Doom is awesome, though. Um, I still really, I still like it, but yeah, it's. it's uh, I mean, it's fine. I think that the last like thirty minutes of the movie is fucking rad. Like it's yeah. just a gigantic, <laughs> incredible action sequence. But like everything that leads up to that is fine. Being possessed and Spiel- stuff. Spielberg, man, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so that, the, that was his embarrassing racist moment. <laughs> some of it's like. Not that bad, but when they bring out the fucking monkey brains, yeah, I cringe every time. And I'm just like, buddy, that is not realistic at all. That's just terrible. That's a caricature, man. The fucking like African huts, yeah, India, yes. What the fuck, dude? I know it's crazy. That's why I say like the leading up to the big action thing at the end is it's fine, man. It's crazy. What about part three? I loved part three. Yes. I loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. I, I think my, part of it might be because of Sean Connery being in the movie, and he's really oh, great. Yeah. He yes. a and um, the, so the weirdest thing for me is that I played the Uncharted games first. Oh. So you don't see how it. So I well no I do see. Okay. Good. So like I I played Uncharted. I think the difference is is that Uncharted has a phenomenal story every time, um, all the way up to four. Which one is your favorite? Just out of curiosity. Uncharted? Yeah. You can say four, it's okay. How much time do you got? Is this a real talk? <laughs> I mean, I haven't told about <laughs> ten, so... It's okay. <laughs> I, like all, I like all of them. Okay. I really like all of them. Like, I, I know some people have problems with the first one now, in the same way that people have problems with Bioshock. Yeah, I've liked the first one twice, but I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I love every single game in the series. And, you did and, Lost Legacy? Uh, well... I should say the Naughty Dog games. Oh, okay. I I, I love all of those games. So. But back back to Indiana Jones. Sorry. No, it's and fine. I know it's not Marvel either. No, no, you're fine. Disney. Like uh, it's Disney. So, also. What were we saying about Part Three? Oh, I, I think you like it more than Raiders because I don't know. I th- I feel like I like Raiders a little bit more still just because it's such a pure. No, I, I really like the third movie. I think the third movie is fantastic all the way through because it takes a lot of the cliches of the series and turns them on their head. Like, yeah. uh, the, one of the things in, in the Raiders that I wasn't crazy about was like the, I know it's supposed to be like a caricature of like 30s movies, but the way like the girls just insane, like, Andy, I want to suck your dick. Yeah. I'm kind of just, that, but whenever she ends up being like a fucking Nazi and she's like, yeah, buddy, fucked up. I really liked that scene. I was like, oh, they're turning it around on us. This is really cool. And by the way, to go off what you just said, mm-hmm. I hope you, you've been listening. I know you have. The last seven or so podcasts have been like straight video game talk. It's uh-huh. been amazing. So first to go off ranch for a while doesn't bother me. So, right. <laughs> so shit, it's okay. Like we all are nerds in our own way. <laughs> the, the most interesting thing about watching Indiana Jones is uh, having played Uncharted for me though, because like those movies are fucking so good. Like the first and the third one specifically, but like the Last thirty minutes of the second one is great, but like, but those movies just as like like as a character, Indiana Jones is awesome, you know. Um, but playing Uncharted, like it's like whenever I expect the third one to start with him being young, because that's how because Uncharted three started. started. And yep. so whenever it happened, like they they were all looking at me like, "Are you surprised?" And I was like, 
No, but I don't want to explain it to you. It take too long, but but, I love it, man. but 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 like you know, it was just cool seeing Young Indy in the same way that when you're in playing Uncharted Three and little Nathan Drake is running through the art museum trying to steal the yeah. little thing. It's just I don't know. It's really great. Like I'm I, I'm glad you said that because I'm saying it's just easy to say number two for Uncharted. Yeah. Good game, so I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just saying, but before you say it, it's a hard and you say you love them all, it's just like easy. One of the best like ones ever. So yeah, that, I mean two two has the best set pieces. Um, but at the same time, like four has incredible set pieces. And more good character. And more character moments. So four has like all the best moments of three and two in the same game. Because three is all these character moments, and it, some people think it kind of slows it down too much, and there's not as much action. Whereas the first, second game was like this, you know, just brain blower. Because like you know, like you, the first game is just like a, sh- you know, a shooter, right? And the second game is fucking train crashes and you're <laughs> in Siberia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's awesome, but um, I don't know. I think there's really great things about every game. Yeah. But, but anyway, watching Indiana Jones, like I feel like I feel like it would have been really cool if I'd watched Indiana Jones and then played Uncharted. But I feel like it's also cool that I played Uncharted and watched Indiana Jones because I I had the same experience and I feel like there's not much else you can say yeah. that about. So just out of curiosity, where does does Tomb Raider fall under that category too for yes. you? Uh the new ones, absolutely. Yeah. I really like. Have you played the old ones? Huh? Have you played the old ones? I played them as a child on the PlayStation One and like I. They didn't re- like. I always got like stuck, like, and not in like a Zelda way, where like I felt like I could fix it, but in like a, holy shit, this boat is stuck in this weird fucking. <laughs> room. How the fuck do I get it out? Um, yeah. Kind of way. So I, I, I just wasn't really crazy about the <laughs> old ones. Shadow of the Tomb Raider comes out this year, September fourteenth. I can't either. It was like two years ago. So is that a different development team? Is it the same development the team? The same square. So this movie's gonna, this game's going to be bad then, huh? Because that was like two years ago, right? <laughs> you didn't like that uh, one? You didn't like Rise of the Tomb Raider? No, I'm saying like how in, on earth could they have made another game in that amount of time? <laughs> that seems so unrealistic to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, does it? <laughs> does it <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's called Crunch. It's called 100 Hours. Oh, a week, my gosh. That's done. I just, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. I want that game to be as good as the second one. You really price, think it was the price thing. to that sort of thing? But they okay. had three development teams on this test. Okay, so yep. Tomb Raider came out 2013. Mm-hmm. Rise. I think it's actually been three years. <laughs> you think it's been three years? Has it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's been three years. It came out in 2015. Yep. And then 2015. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. So two. Then Average three year development cycle. <laughs> Sorry, well, that's not that's out. not that bad. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that game came out in 2016. It feels like it because it came out right when uh, Fallout did. So you're thinking that because the uh, PS4 version came out in 2016. It might be, but I actually didn't play it on PS4. Oh. Played on Xbox. Xbox. Because uh, I had an Xbox One at that time. Hmm. And uh, the year of exclusivity or whatever. That didn't pay <laughs> off. Nope. <laughs> They're <laughs> not doing that again. Square is not going to make that mistake. No, we're just like, uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of funny though. It was the 25th anniversary too. It's like, oh yeah, we're just going to put it on there. Let's yeah, <laughs> just put it out again. Yeah. Sure, but. Okay, to close this out, favorite superhero? The Flash. Marvel. I know that. <laughs> Come back to me. Come back to me. 
Batman. Marvel. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> I thought you said Black Panther. He's not my favorite superhero. I mean... I got he, the receipts for that one, actually. I mean, uh, <laughs> the movie might be one of my yeah. favorite like superhero movies, but yeah. I don't know. I, didn't, I grew up with both those characters, so... Yeah. I know that's a relatively that's easy cool. answer, but hey, man, that's how it is. Especially Batman. I watched <laughs> Batman taste when I was four years old. So he's hey, hey, anime series was that, man. <laughs> I've been a lifelong Batman fan. Spider-Man. Spider-Man? It's gotta be Spider-Man. That's good. Uh, when I was a kid, my three favorite superheroes were Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. So. Yeah, the movie, they're awesome. I don't Mine. think there's anything wrong with that. No. I, oh, there isn't at all. I just, you know. I had to defend Spider-Man a lot for my thesis of when I was graduating because, like, there were just things going around saying that Superman and, like, all these godlike characters was what people couldn't pertain to or, like, they would like. And, like, I had to defend that Spider-Man is what people could, like, connect with faster than they could with Superman. And I know, I'm not trying to downplay Superman. I disagree because Spider-Man at the end of the day still dates supermodels, has a job that is totally unrealistic as a photographer at a, <laughs> at a newspaper that should have totally figured out the fucking fact that he's actually Spider-Man, <laughs> like, right. I don't know, 60 years ago. <laughs> so, you know, like, there's still a lot of unrealistic things. Yeah, but I'm just talking about the characteristics. Dude, areas. give me a break. He's, all three of his <laughs> main love interests are fucking supermodels, <laughs> like... He fucking lives in an apartment in Queens. Like <laughs> he lives in an apartment. <laughs> Come on. Character traits. Though, that's what I was talking about. Dude, it's not. I mean, character traits. Character. He's traits. a genius. <laughs> He's literally a genius. He makes all of his web fluid himself for no money. Yeah, how's he manage? Yeah. It's not possible. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Spider-Man is just as unrealistic as Superman. It's just Superman. I know he's happens. unrealistic, but just the fact that you can connect him with him faster. I'm telling you, I did the research. It was. I'm telling you, Barry, I've read a lot more comics. I know you have read a lot more comics. I think that that they're both very relatable characters. I think that one of them is operating under a very heavy misconception being Superman, and the other has had more exposure in the last 20 years. I I do appreciate Superman now. You should know that. No, I'm not trying to pull that card. I'm just saying, like, people, people have a gigantic misconception about Superman, which is that he has too many powers. Like, oh no! Yeah, Spider Man is human, but so is Superman. Yeah, Superman. If you think about it, he has a a boss. He yells at him, right? Perry White. That's his boss. You know, he has a girlfriend who 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 doesn't love him. She loves the perfect version of him that she doesn't even know is him. Like that's the most relatable thing in in the whole world. We all have this perfect version of ourselves that we we want to present to the world. You know, when Superman walks a dog, he, he doesn't walk it on the sidewalk. He walks him on the sun. You know, like that's that's the thing. Like he's he's a normal person. He's like such a he's an adult fantasy. Whereas like Batman, I love Batman. He's one of my favorite comic book characters. Batman is a childhood fantasy. He's rich. You know, all yeah. of his women are femme fatales and slick leather constantly. You know, Catwoman. You know, like like it's. I mean, he has a million million toys that he he has no concept of money because it doesn't matter to him you know like he, he's a very very childish fantasy you know but i'm just saying like not to disparage you or anything i just when i hear people say those kinds of things i just want them to reconsider because superman <laughs> is such an important character 
not only for the history of the medium, but also to, to all of us as people, because he's such a better emblem than any other religion is going to peddle you. Yeah. You know, he, he is a good role model for children, you know, much more than a book that tells you you should murder gay people. And, you know, that's, that's, I just think that people shouldn't look down on him. Oh, no, I'm not going to look down on Superman anymore. Hell, I didn't know, I didn't tell you this, but I was actually cheering for Superman when he came back from Justice League. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like, that's uh, probably one of the most. Superman's great in that movie. I mean, it kind of ruins the movie, though. (laughs) I told you. I'm just saying it kind of. Oh, no. Oh, he's only on all the posters. Oh, no. It was kind of ruined. It was like, wait, he is the ace. He's <laughs> like, oh, they're not doing too well. Zack well, Snyder doesn't understand DC Comics. <laughs> so, end story. End story. Maybe All right. I saw Batman and Robin too much. Yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> too much Frank Miller. Now, is there any games you guys can recommend me to play? Celeste. Celeste. I recommend you play Celeste. It's a really, really good game. Nintendo Switch. I gotcha. Yeah. It's on there. Play Metroid Prime, Perry. <laughs> yeah, play Metroid Prime. Metroid Prime. How? Um, Any way you want to. <laughs> no, seriously, how? I don't have a game. Uh, do you have Wii or Wii U? No. I guess you're not playing that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we get that virtual console going for like the Switch. <coughs> but yeah, know. there might be an there might be an HD collection. They're putting out a new Metro Prime game. It's kind of absurd for them to ask you to play a game that there's literally no way you can play the previous titles in. So first game is one of the most important things ever made for video games. Uh, I would say it's crucial. Okay, like I said, I played every first-person shooter is stolen from that game. <laughs> so. Are you going to get to Detroit? Probably not. No. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on a game lockdown anyway, so probably not. Game lockdown. Detroit Prime Four is probably not my next one. We didn't get a war of it in Donkey Kong, but I don't have any other plans to see. Wait, I don't think there's anything. Spider-Man, if it ever comes out, but that's it. I mean, I'm buying the fuck out of Spider-Man but if like, it comes out. <laughs> like I said, like, God of War is, like, the last game to get this, like, in the first two quarters of your side. But, yeah. So, where can we find you at, guys? Thank you again for all the... You can find me in Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, you know, the one thing you're never <laughs> supposed to say is we're located Yeah, out. man. It's <laughs> never take, take that part out. <laughs> fuck yeah, it. Got to do some editing okay. work, Perry. What are they going to do? I live in Owensboro. Fuck them. Oh, I don't care. I'm just saying. I always say Kentucky. Uh, I'm at Seth.4% on Twitter, even though I don't really use Twitter that much anymore. But, uh, you know, I haven't really been on social media as much, but uh, I guess that. <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter, but I forgot my handle. <laughs> Excuse me, by the way, if you're confused why you couldn't find me, it's at Seth underscore 4%. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I need that personally so I can put it in the links, but you know. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's about my only public facing. No color cast, you guys are. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Go to colorcastmedia.com. Yeah, cool. yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay, thank you guys <laughs> once again. You can find me at Agent Pyopus Twenty Three on all platforms. Uh, this has been episode 38, and you'll have a marvelous day. And let's see who actually dies, because I think someone will, Alex. Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. Somebody's going to die. Someone's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again, guys. <laughs>